From downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka. This week on Nintendo Main, we got so many bingo cards, and we got a new direct, and we got Fuchsia here to talk to us about Splatoon 3. Harvest Stella, more like Harvest Stellar game that I'm looking forward to based upon the great demo so far. Technically, it's still our summer direct, so I'm dusting off my old bingo card. I uh, totally agree with that very long intro there, Jeremy, but we'll talk about that <laughs> when we get to it. Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 338, your place to hear Nintendo fans talk about the Nintendo Direct that finally came out, and also Splatoon 3 finally came out, and we have Fuchsia here to talk about that as well with the Direct and all that stuff. Um, I guess I guess I forgot, I should have like introduced you or let you have a middle name if you wanted to. We are your hosts, I'm Trey, I'm using Tilt Controls Johnson. I'm Jeremy, Curse of the Last Boss, Mikowski. I'm John, Rookie Squid Kid Knitter. And I'm Fuchsia, Farming Sim Farmer, Rascal. Hell yeah. When we were, you know, not to get too ahead of us on the direct and all that, but when I saw the direct, I thought there'd be a couple things you might uh, be into on there, because it was a little, uh, it was very farm sim heavy. Yeah, there was a I'm excited. heavy bounty of farm sims there. I'm excited. Square Enix yeah. heavy also. Like, Square Enix definitely was like 70% of the direct, which is which is fine. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Fuchsia, how have you been? You haven't been on the show since uh, Rune Factory 5, I think was the last time we talked to you. And that one was kind of like, was, was short. That was a was while short-lived. ago. That was like April or something, right? Or something like that. It's been some Somewhere, months. It was in the spring. Yeah. Um, I'm good. I'm getting dragged back into Splatoon. So uh, that's all I've done for the last, what, five, six days? Five? five when did it come out five six days ago uh, whatever it'll, yeah it'll be uh, seven <laughs> it'll be seven days on friday so uh, it's almost a week like, time five. is meaningless when you're spending 20 hours a day playing split it's true so. especially uh, when uh you're playing a game where the humans are dead yeah. <laughs> yeah they don't really talk about that anymore about the dead humans like when you find like the scrolls and stuff they do it they, do. they, they do. don't mention yeah, it as much get deeper into the single player yeah because yeah. i found yeah. a shit ton of scrolls and they still haven't said anything about the dead humans they're just like this guy has a party over here and this guy does this and it's all it's, it's not it's not in the scrolls we'll talk about it no i was saying because the scrolls used to be about there that. Is, like there in, is in the stuff. first one there they would talk the about they well, would talk the about scrolls, how the world ended the, and all that stuff yeah it's the, the alternate log, yeah, the yeah, data yeah. log. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I looked at like that. Like the Metroid is, log. Yeah, mm-hmm. the scrolls are all just like the fun stuff now. But, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Not not fun to get, though. Some of them are pretty <laughs> are pretty annoying. But uh, yeah, Noah, I don't know if you, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, a nice hack for your Switch. If you, uh, you know, if you have a game and you want to know how long you've been playing it, but it hasn't been the amount of time yet, I think it's like 10 days or something like that, go to the trending right under your profile and it'll show you how much all of your friends have played the game and uh, Fuchsia won this week because you're at 60 hours on there already is what it says. That's all? Yeah. Wow. And, Jer- <laughs> and, and Jeremy and John and I are all sitting at 20. So, I mean, 20 we still... plus. 
Yeah, it's 20 or more. But it but it normally goes by like five hour increments, so it could be like six whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. It normally changes like every every five hours. So I think it came out last Wednesday, right? Like a week ago. Friday. It came out Thursday night. Like so like okay. midnight, midnight going yeah. into Friday. Yeah, it came out okay, Friday. All all Nintendo games release on Friday now, probably because of that uh what uh Dragon Quest uh, three tale or whatever about everybody missing work because it was released on a week on a weekday. A but little yeah. urban legend. Yeah. But I, I figured maybe since Nintendo's a Japanese company, they just release everything on Friday. So that's when their games come out. It's just a good strategy. Then you have people who can play over the weekend. Yep. For sure. Well, uh, I guess, uh, you know, the so the Direct finally happened. The Direct we've been waiting finally. for forever. It was, well, our last two episodes were like about Direct rumors or whatever. So I feel like it's been, it's been like a long time coming. I feel like this episode's been a long time coming too, just because of... Splatoon being out for a while and the Direct being out for like two days now. I feel like I've been putting everything together. I don't know if any of you realize, but the, the day that the Direct came out was the exact same day the Direct came out in 2018. No. And I only know this because on my Facebook memories, I talked about how Animal Crossing for the Switch was finally announced. Oh, and yeah. that's all I'm going to talk about. Was it? Pretty important. Um, in 2018? So, was it announced that early? Okay. It was announced in 2018. It was supposed to come out in 2019, and then it got pushed back. Um, no, but so, like... so I looked at my Facebook memories. It was like, oh, wow, we had a direct four years yeah. ago on this day, too. Because I remember you were on the show, and we were kind of talking, or maybe it was on Twitter. I can't remember. We were interacting somewhere, and you were like, I said something was going to be my game of the year. You're like, uh, what about Animal Crossing? And I was like, it's not coming out this year. Sorry. <laughs> And uh, they basically pushed it to the exact right time to release mm-hmm. it. So good on that. Yeah, yeah. They did, yeah. And it's uh, and it became a thing that everybody still plays now. Not not me, but, but now some people do. It's going to be oh. in history books. I t- I'm telling you. They said split from bringing back to uh, Splatoon a little bit. They said Splatoon is actually the the biggest launch. Yeah, Splatoon uh, beat its record. Yep. Oh no! Yeah, right out the but, gate, especially cool. from Japan, yeah. right? Japan and in, in itself yeah, was like, like three and a half million. Yeah, like four or five million yeah. in one day or something. Yeah, we have we don't have the um any non-Japan statistics, but you know Japan's usually a pretty good indicator of how things are going. I would be interested in the um, hardware sales fueled by. Animal Crossing versus Splatoon Three. I bet it's going to be mm. way less for Splatoon Three. Oh I sure. Also, well. I also feel like um, a lot of people were just getting gaming consoles in general right then yeah. because like it was the start of the pandemic, yeah. everything was shut down. So people needed stuff to do at home. So a lot of factors went into Animal yeah. Crossing's release. Um, you, you don't think everybody rushed out to get that uh, Splatoon OLED that, that came out, the new one? A lot of people <laughs> did. I actually like I know a lot of my uh, Splatoon friends did because, first of all, it's Splatoon, but also so cool. many of my Splatoon friends still have day one switches oh, and yeah. they're kind of, you know, on their last legs. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So, so they were like, this is the perfect excuse to get a new switch. So I, I know a lot of people did get that. And it looks if, cool. I, if, if it had been in stock when I was at target the other day, I would have gotten it, but it wasn't. So um, I don't need a fourth switch. I've been told, but mm-hmm. Do you have an OLED yet, I don't have an OLED. That's exactly it. See, and I play a lot in handheld mode. Um, All those farming sims um, are great Mm -hmm. for handheld mode. So, like, I could could justify an OLED, but OLEDs are cool. I I have one. Just like traded because he was going to be going out on jobs. I bought Mm -hmm. one last year. Yeah, at the end of last year, it's cool. It's pretty looking. Mm -hmm. 
It was really annoying to transfer all my stuff from one to another, though. So I'm not looking forward to that if whenever the, you know, if when Switch 2 happens or whatever. You know, it was mm-hmm. it was not fun to switch everything from one to another. And and all of my all of my video game times got messed up, so that that was annoying because it it saves like your how it has everything in order of how long you played it. It saves it like per mm-hmm. system. So when you get a new system, it resets. So you can't I, you can't carry that over. Which I sucks. have actually broken um, my counter for Animal Crossing that says how long I've played it um, because I don't know. I have three switches that I play because you can only have one island per mm-hmm. switch. So I have three switches and. I play on all of them, but it like exploded Nintendo's brain and hmm. it just stopped calculating how many hours I have just in general in Animal Crossing. So it was like the first year it was like, you've played 940 hours. The second year you played 400, like 560 hours. And then it was like, total, you've played 510 hours total. I'm like, and it's just stuck there. It's yeah, just it's stuck true. at 510. <laughs> So in my mind, I'm seeing you like the uh I'm sure you've all seen the uh, the elderly Japanese guy on the bike with all the, the cell phones he's playing Pokemon yep. Go. I'm like yep. yeah. that's what I'm thinking of future, <laughs> like playing like four Animal Crossing Islands all at once. Honestly, like sometimes I sometimes I have two going at the same mm-hmm. time because I'm like transferring items between them. Sure. But um yeah, I have a few. It's like uh, it's like I, when I when I wanted to buy like multiple 3ds's so you could street past yourself and just have them all. And I yeah. Have them all I had two 3ds's. Street past each other's. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. I guess uh, we should say it at the beginning of the show, just you know, in case anybody turns off. But you have you have a new podcast now, right? Tell tell the listeners about it. Um. Yeah. So it's called Celestial Cafe, and we talk about witchcraft. Um. So modern day witchcraft. What that looks like. Um. Like. A lot of, um, we do two episodes a month. So one of them is always um, around the full moon and centered around uh, the astrology of the full moon, the uh, like cultural um, histor- history of the full moon and um, and any upcoming like the Sabbath, which is like uh, Wiccan holidays. Um, so whatever's going on with that. And then the other episode every month is just like, um, a different rotating topic. So it's been a lot of fun. We've been doing it since December, but we only made it like official official this summer. So no, nice. And you do like tarot readings and stuff too, right? Or is that just on the, and not just the video? Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do tarot. Um, I make YouTube content that's like around tarot, but not like tarot specific, um, like readings or anything, but I do tarot readings for people. Um, and I like that. It's it's really uh, insightful. Cool, and I'll definitely I'll put like a, I'll put a link to it on the description mm-hmm. and all that, so everybody can everybody mm-hmm. can find it. I'll check it out. I mean, that's a that's some content that I don't have <laughs> in my podcast feed yet. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I like it. We've been having a lot of fun with it. It's me and like three of my friends. So uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun, and we have like we just get carried off talking about stuff because we get so excited about everything. <laughs> Can't imagine how that'd be on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. No, no, I don't think we ever did that. Never got mm-hmm. carried over on uh, other topics mm-hmm. or anything like that. Never. Well, um, why don't we? Uh, why don't we just jump into the direct then? Since uh, that's what happened on Tuesday. Well, what did they announce yeah, it Sunday? Right. I mean, it was like they announced the day before. No, it was on so Monday. It was Monday. Tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That seems to be how they do it. Yeah. It was like I figured. 
Monday, if we weren't going to hear about it, we weren't going to hear about it. And then, like, when I got up, it was there. I was like, okay, well, there it is. And I guess, it, you know, everybody was saying because of the Tokyo Game Show and all that, and I figured that was what it was going to happen, what was going to happen. I was hoping I would post in the Slack first, but you'd already gotten it. Or you, John, I can't remember what one of you had, but I was like, it was like 10-something in the morning. I'm like, surely yeah. no one else knows yet. Yeah, I was up early, so I found out, posted it right on there. That was the day I was getting ready to travel back, so I was up really early. It was at 9.30 a.m., which is what the, well, I guess the, the direct was earlier than that. It was at 9. Mm-hmm. I actually, I set my alarm for 8.55 to make up, to make sure that I woke up and I was like, I'm going to watch it when it comes on, you know, I'm going to wait for it to come on and all that and I'm going to watch it. And I got up at 8.55 and I like fell back asleep and I had this series of dreams about the direct where I kept like dreaming that there was, I was watching the direct and then I would like wake up and look at the TV and the TV wasn't on and be like, oh damn it, I was asleep. And then I'd like fall asleep again within the dream and then have another dream about the direct. There's only one game I remember from it. There was this game where you were like a, you were like a half graveyard keeper, half ghost, and you could flip back and forth at any time. And it was an indie game. It was the first game that showed on the direct in my dream, which I thought was real. That's kind of cool. But yeah, it was, (laughs) it just kind of kept going like five or six times. And I was like, and there'd be other people that I'd tell about it and they'd be there. And then I'd be like, Oh no, wait, it's not on. It could be a spinoff. Yeah. So then, uh, so then finally I, finally I woke up at like nine 30 and watched it. And when I turned it on, I tried to get it to like from the beginning and it started with Pikmin with Pikmin. So I was like, ah, oh. so then I just like went Spoiled. back to the beginning and <laughs> you're like, what a mobile Pikmin game. Fuck. <laughs> oh no, it wasn't that part, but it was, it was the other one. And I was like, wait, what? No, I don't want to know. I don't want to know that. So then I went all the way back to the beginning. Yeah. I, um, I, I was sleeping. Um, I slept because I don't have any reason to get up early. So like when I have to, it's just not a good time. Uh, so I slept in and then like I woke up and I was scrolling Twitter and I saw like, the new, the only thing I saw was news about Breath of the Wild and about all the farming sims. <laughs> my oh. <laughs> my friend like tagged me. It was like, oh yeah, we're eating good this time. <laughs> and it was just like lots okay. of yeah, lots of farming stuff. A lot of really interesting looking ones. It's not mm-hmm. just like run of the mill either. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I really don't like getting up early either. Like I'm very much like to stay up till late, till late in the night, and I hate getting up early, but. What I hate more is when I get up too late and I try to watch the direct and the only thing I can find are spoilers. Like that really bothers me. So I was trying to like get ahead of it. Like I have where I try to like when I once I pulled up YouTube, it'll automatically show me all the broken down trailers that Nintendo did like out of the direct, Uh, you know, so you'll get hit right off the bat with spoilers. And I don't like that. So I wanted to be I just wanted to get up and watch it and then go back to bed, which is what I did do. You know, I watched it and then I went back to sleep. But I I just wanted to be ahead of it so I wouldn't like get spoiled at all. So I could see it the way they want it to be presented and all that, because that's how I prefer it. But I couldn't go back to sleep after that. Mm. I'd watch it in pieces throughout the day. I, I played around a little bit, but then I went back to sleep. So yeah, my story is kind of similar. I Sorry, uh, my story, I was like, um, I meant to get up early, but I stayed up kind of late the night before. It was the night we got back, and I just kind of like, was back in my own house again, kind of just relaxing and playing the shit out of uh, the second part of this podcast, that game. But uh, I, when I woke up, I woke up probably about 9.30 a.m., maybe like 10, and I opened up Twitter instinctively just to see what I want to be mad about today. And uh, I, <laughs> Sorry. But I, but I see the first thing I see is Nintendo Direct, and it's like people react to the new Nintendo Direct, and I'm like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, <laughs> shut the phone down, like kind of like tossed it on the bed, just left it where it was, grabbed a piece of paper, went downstairs, made my bingo card, and like 
Uh-huh. Eventually, I came back upstairs to get my phone so I could watch it. But yeah, I did it all analog because I like didn't even want to like accidentally click on <laughs> something. Wrote it, wrote it down on an envelope. I, I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I did that, and um, yeah, it was all. It, it could have been spoiled. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that the only thing was like I was probably about halfway through watching it, and then you were like, then Trey put something in Slack that was like, "Oh my god, that was a great direct." So many games or something like that i'm like yeah no 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 i don't want to see what he's saying i like started like put my hand over the top of the screen i wasn't sure how much you had seen so i tried to make it super vague so it wasn't he didn't really spoil like anything but so it wasn't I was really like, like this was on it was there. like right exactly i'm like right there at the at the, the precipice i'm like no no spoilers like not even from like from yeah. trey i can't see the spoilers and then i, I tried to be I, I basically i was just like watched it and then i waited until john responded oh yeah we started getting yeah i assumed i had assumed incorrectly that my friend had already seen it because he was already like awake um before me so i assumed that he had seen it and i was like hey they're bringing your favorite harvest moon game back he's like they are (laughs) i was like oops better to hear from you than from some cold (laughs) website Uh, unfeeling website yeah. But then I was like, oh, I guess you haven't watched the direct. I won't tell you anything else. Yeah, I knew he was going to be excited about Breath of the Wild. So I was like, okay, not going to tell you anything else. There's a couple people at work who are in the video games as well. And I had to I had to preempt them all to say, like, hey, I, I'm, I'm that kind of nerd. I don't want to know anything about this you know, Nintendo presentation. So mm-hmm. kindly don't talk about it around me. You know, I had to give that speech. They, they these, all... are the little, these are the little presents Nintendo gives us that we got to open throughout the year. That's right. You know, I don't want to know what the presents are before Christmas. Uh-huh. So like, uh, yeah, so I, I'd, I'd watch it actually throughout the day because I, you know, you get a 15 minute break and a 30 minute break and, you know, other stuff happens in between. It's just like, this was a big meaty direct. It was 45 minutes so i had to watch it over three ba- three breaks over the course of eight hours and all the while go la 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 while people were talking about video games and stuff mm. uh, at work and then uh one of uh, one of my friends at work did kind of let let it be known that oh you're gonna like this you know i mean and it's like okay that's zelda news right there i i, I get it yeah that's zelda news mm-hmm. and uh yeah by the end of the day i was that was confirmed. Yes. Wait, what? <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. I missed that part. Well, uh, let's uh, mm-hmm. let's just go uh, just go game by game here. Talk about our uh, engagement in each one. Sure. That's that's the, the... what I, what I want to talk about is like first of all, <laughs> that's my remember when we one. were remember when we were starved for Fire Emblem? Remember when we had no Fire Emblem? Now we get all this Fire Emblem. And it leads directs and hey, like did we just have a fire emblem last year? Hey, I'm just saying no. I mean, we had no. I think that was two mm. years ago. Actually, was so. three, two years three, ago, three houses was twenty. I thought I thought oh, three houses was twenty nineteen. The Musa one. The Musa one. Was the Musa was year. this year. The Musa came out this year. This year, okay. But that's a Musa game. So, that's not a fire emblem game. Oh, really? Though. I'm just saying it's not a fire emblem. Wasn't game. it like a continuation it's, it's a, of the story or something? Yeah, but so's uh so's the Twilight so's the so's the Zelda right, one, yeah. but that doesn't make it a Breath of the Wild game just because it has a Breath of the Wild story in it. Well no, it's a Muso game. Exactly. It's a, it's, a, it's a Muso game with final with uh with the Fire Emblem people in it. So it's not a Fire Emblem game, is what I'm saying. Well, it's a, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a certain game. shade of Fire Emblem. No, it's it's not. It's enough 
Fire Emblem's an RPG. That's, a, that's a, like a that's a action beat 'em up thing. Is what Musou yeah, is. It's, it's completely sure. different. But Link's crossbow training is a Zelda game. No, it's not. <laughs> it's a it's a demo for the fucking shitty plastic crossbow. Mario is only one person I know bought, no and his Mario name's games. John. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I I saw Fire Emblem at the beginning. I said, "Oh, this is going to be one of those directs where most of it probably doesn't pertain to me." I think I think I was right overall. But yeah, a lot of RPGs and. A lot of JRPGs. Um, well, yeah. I mean, uh, Nintendo is a Japanese company, and Switch is very popular yeah. in Japan. So there are you know. a lot of JRPGs on the Switch, like a lot. Oh yeah, so. no, I yeah. I know there's way too many. Like there's just I've realized that I'm just there's not possible for me to ever play through all of them, but I'm trying. But they're just too long. It sucks that my favorite genre is just just long. That everything has to be incredibly long, and there's no way that I'll ever be able to play through all of them because they release them. They release too many. I'm still trying to get through Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which is like 140 hours. So it's like, you know, I love that game, but it's long. And there's other ones well, coming out that my I My favorite play. genre just doesn't have endings. Like, yeah. that's really <laughs> also, the so, point of them. Yeah. So uh, I never finish any games. <laughs> but, um, and, and no, you see this all the time where people are like, oh, no, there's too many Fire Emblem games. There's too many Xenoblades. There's too many this. And it's like, okay, here's the 20 Mario games that are on Switch. Here's the two Fire Emblem games that are on Switch. Which which one has the too many games here? Uh, yeah, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> There's like we know as longtime <laughs> fans, there was a yeah. time we were starved for RPGs. There yep. was. I do think of that cough, every time cough, I think GameCube, about yeah. cough cough project rain or whatever it's called. I mean, not. I mean, GameCube had some decent ones, more like cough cough sixty four. There was no RPGs on that at all, except for Quest sixty four. Quest and that game was terrible. Terrible. It was awful. Terribly addictive. It's garbage. I mean, I guess you have paper mario but that's like a, but that's I like a kid's it. game bad. too you know i mean i like paper mario don't get me wrong but it's a but it's not it, it doesn't it wouldn't have stood up to like final fantasy 6 or chrono trigger and all that stuff that we had hoped for well, wasn't there a really the good ogre battle on 64 ogre battle 64 ogre yeah battle 64, yeah i mean yeah. there was but that's but that was different i mean that's even like i couldn't even figure out how to play that game it was too like it was too auto and too uh, uh too like strategy and all that but yeah no i think of that whenever i see all of these rpgs and i just you know I'm so sad that I'll never be able to play through all of them. I think about the time when I was a teenager with my 64 and there were no RPGs on it at all. And I just wanted Nintendo to have RPGs. And now we have Xenoblade Chronicles, which is Nintendo's own like fucking series, which I think rivals, as I've said before, rivals a lot of the Final Fantasy games. And it's, I shouldn't have complained because we're in a great place here. That's what I'm saying. But I was, even though I never beat Three Houses, I was happy to see Fire Emblem again because this one was one that was actually leaked. So it wasn't my bingo card. What I got a, I got a mark for it. Yeah, there was there were pictures of it. Leaked. There was a picture of the person. I also had it on my the, the Joy-Con hair dude with the blue and red. That that pictures of that person were leaked like a couple months ago. So I knew it was gotcha. on the horizon somewhere. At least I expected. So I had that on there. I, I just the, expected a new Fire Emblem game because they just keep making those. Well, I mean, it's been been a couple of years, but I, I and I like Fire Emblem. I've never beaten any of them. But I like them. And I told myself, I'm like, well, you got to beat three houses if you want to buy this game. So that's my agreement with myself on that one. And it's coming out, what, in January? Also, like, this this Direct was very early next year loaded. Like, I feel like 90% of yeah. this stuff is coming out at the beginning of I next assumed year. It, yeah, I assumed it would be more like holiday season stuff coming mm-hmm. out. But it's almost all next year. I wonder if this is the tail end of the There's COVID There's some pretty effect. strong holiday stuff, plus the Pokemon that they, of course, yeah. can't oh, The mention. pandemic effect, probably. Is that what yeah. you said, John? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if this is the tail end of the COVID effect, like that they had so many games to announce for next year, not not so many for 
for this year. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it would make sense to me that if things got delayed at the start of you know 2020, uh, that there's going to be a bunch of things coming out about three years from then, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think. I mean, well, what Zelda's been delayed how many times now? It's been, uh, yeah. you know, like our or, or, or Tears of the Kingdom now. Oh wait, spoilers, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> that game. Are we sure it's Tears of the Kingdom? It's t- that, no, is that's it Tears or is it Tears? It'll say. Let's it's save tears. that conversation for the end because that is uh, something we definitely need to talk about. Yeah, no, Fire Emblem Engage or Fire Emblem Star Trek Next Generations, whatever you want to call it, um, is coming out uh, January twentieth, twenty twenty three. Um, I think the animations look cool. Uh, Martha's in there. I guess it's some sort of Fire Emblem multiverse thing going on or whatever. Could be cool. But I, like I said, I need to tell myself to beat three houses and then I'll play this game because I don't need another Fire Emblem game that I don't finish. I was just going to say I'm, I'm happy there's finally a Fire Emblem on the Engage because like, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. Strategy coming. RPG content. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, I don't 20 think that years thing... with no Fire Emblem at all on the Engage. Now here we go. I don't think that game has a single RPG on it like at all. Oh, I've never actually played a Fire Emblem game. Um, I like the stories though, so my friends like keep me up with the stories. Mm. But um, I don't like the I don't like ter- the gameplay. I don't, I don't like turn based um, and like just how it mm-hmm. how it specifically mm-hmm. is in that those games. But they're good games. I will watch other people play them. They're very pretty, but... <laughs> and the characters are very pretty, and they're funny. Yeah. Um, and, and they're actually, I mean, they're pretty much teetering into the life sim world, though. I felt like this one. Mm-hmm looks even more so that you that I think there's a good chance you'll have a farm on this one. Is that what it kind of looks like when you're not battling people, you can grow crops and stuff. So I mean everyone gets a farm. The farm has gotten to everything. So I think Fire Emblem Gage might even have farming in it. But I've got a garden in my backyard, so I mean that's that's kinda like carried on from uh from the three houses one where you had like the you know, like the the school where you could go around and talk to all your people. I recognize the same voices from Three Houses right off the bat. You can hear the same. It's like this one. Um, I think she was she played like Bernadette or something. But her, I've seen her hear her voice everywhere in like almost every Japanese game that has like uh, English voiceover. It was like right off the bat on that. I was like, oh, and I heard her again in another thing later. But yeah, Fire Emblem Engage. I think I'm probably the only one that'll get that out of all of us. But there it was. It takes two. Yeah, I want to get it. It takes two. I've heard great things about it. Seems like a original, interesting game. Yeah. Now, is it required yeah. that you have two players, or can you do a single player? I think it's required. I think it's required, but cool. it did like say. Required. But it did say online. It did say online. Yeah. So I think yeah. you can play with randoms, probably. But I know a you know friend of the show. We you know Janet talked about it on Twitter a lot that she really enjoyed the game, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it. I mean, it won some pretty good awards. What's some awards too? It and it's like the- a. Did they win Game of the Year at Game Awards that year or something? I it won something. I don't remember what, but it, mm. but isn't it isn't the game also like how to fix your marriage through through a video game right. story? Because it's like a couple it's that got, that turns into yeah. dolls and then they have to like learn to rely on each other to somehow become friends again and yeah, an argument. Yeah, it is like staying together for the kids, but. It's like a, yeah, it's case. like a crumbling relationship that turns into a video game plotline or whatever. That's a pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> um, you never really have a video game where the the two characters are like at odds with one another or fighting one another, you know, or have, have some kind of emotional, you know, disagreement or whatever. It's always like you know, let's buddy up and go hit the streets and beat people up or something like that. You know, I mean, Xenoblade Chronicles Three starts with uh, people fighting each other that become a team afterwards so i feel like night in the that woods game actually does start like... with people that hate each other <laughs> so 
So mm-hmm. it's not. And I in the woods, there's, your friends aren't telling you everything about like stuff you've blacked out. Like you have to mm-hmm. kind of like coerce them to telling you like the whole truth and all that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the, the, like the whole the whole uh, story of Xenoblade was that they're they were like warring teams that became friends, you know, for reasons. But it starts out that they hate each other. So I honestly don't think that. it's that lofty of a concept but you know whatever like there might be some cool like feels in it maybe it's got like you know a more human element to the storytelling i'm willing to check it out but i don't know it's a bit heady for me but you know whatever i love celeste and that's all about conquering depression and learning to accept it as part of yourself if that's necessary so sure maybe i'd like this too yeah i've heard good things about it uh it's coming on november 4th have any of us ever played a Fatal Frame game? I've only played demos. This was my first like what the fuck moment where I'm like Fatal I've Frame never Four, even really? Heard of Fatal Frame? Oh, so. they've been on like every Nintendo console. Like they were even on the Wii. Like, oh, wait, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I, I thought I thought that Fatal it. Frame on Wii U was the first time because Fatal Frame was one of those like things I that I that I desired Wii. for Nintendo because it was only on PlayStation Two. I think it wasn't. I think it was on Wii. Yeah, I remember it started on PS2 and it's it's. Seems to have just migrated to being a Nintendo thing now. Well, since we since the Wii U, because the Wii U did produce uh, whatever it's on Switch too now. But they but they produced that sequel, and that was the first time I ever saw Fatal Frame on a Nintendo system because it was a game yeah. I always wanted to play, but I couldn't because it was only on PlayStation. But this Kinda one is it was only it was only released in Japan, but yeah, it was a it was a Wii game, but yeah, yeah, but for Mask people, of the Lunar yeah, yeah. Eclipse in Japan. Well, yeah, this one. Was never released here, so. But this is Fatal Frame Four, I guess, is what it is. Is this one? Does this one come after the Wii U one or before? I mean, probably before. Nobody probably know. knows. Anyway, Fatal Frame. That was one that was totally what the fuck. I'm like, okay, there's, uh, there's that. I was, I didn't think anybody bought the Wii U one that was that was put on Switch. So, really surprised me that it came around. I mean, I played the demo too on Wii U. Yeah. So, <laughs> which it was a pretty damn good looking game. Like, just yeah, even it was as cool. a demo, I was pretty surprised how good it looked. Made more sense on the Wii U because he had the controller to take pictures with. Mm-hmm. Are you Xenoblade fans getting the DLC? I'm gonna get it for sure. I mean, because I love the game so much. But this one, uh, this has you add a new robot lady on there. Uh, reminds me a lot of Poppy actually from Xenoblade Chronicles Two. If anybody remembers old Poppy, kind of looked like kind of looked like Poppy on there. There's a YouTuber actually named Yep. <laughs> she has kind of a robotic. Presence. No, I know we'd mentioned that. Uh, I mentioned that. Like I know. Ago. Well, I mentioned that Jeremy mentioned it. You're doing a callback to our old episodes. I'm doing like callback that. to a callback. Yeah, I like that double callback. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Three Wave Two. Of, I haven't gotten the expansion pass yet, but I will whenever they add the actual like new game stuff to it. Because this is all just like you, you get a new hero. I guess there's some new like challenge modes where you can fight even harder enemies. Yeah, the swimsuit edition. Also, <laughs> there's Xenoblade swimsuit edition. You can. Uh, Put uh, put the swimsuits on everybody and look at them. It's very Japanese RPG thing. Whatever. I don't really care that much. But I was like, oh yeah, there's there's no in a, in a speed. Zeno Beach speedo. Volleyball. There you go. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, there's there's another thing for that. I mean, that game's great. But I mean, I wasn't really that excited about this robot lady. But the challenge mode, I was kind of like, oh no, I might play that. I don't know. Once I get through the whole game, then I'll think about the expansion pass and all that. But that's coming out October thirteenth. Of this year, so there you go. And then SpongeBob SquarePants, um, the cosmic, this actually looks the cool. cosmic shake, which is, is actually sort of a, a spiritual successor to the GameCube game, right? To the to the uh, SpongeBob the GameCube game, I think so. Yeah. Which was already released on Switch, which is a game. 
it's in that area where I'm like, I should play this game sometime because I always heard people talk about it and I like GameCube games, but I just never got around to it. I thought about getting that in the Samurai Jack game and I'll have like a a cartoon Switch game day or something. I'll just play play all those. But it looks all right. It's got all the original uh, voices on there and all that. Um, this one is a THQ game. So once I saw this, I was like, all right, we're going to get AEW Fight Forever after this. But then I was like, no, wait a second. That probably... I, I was trying to think of some sort of joke because I talked about last week about CM Punk and all that shit and how he, uh, you know, basically made, you know, said a bunch of shit and then people attacked him and he got in a fight in the locker room and all that. They've pretty much cut him out of everything. Like he got pulled of his belt. Uh, he didn't, if really? you watch any of the intros for any of the AEW stuff, he's not in it anymore. They mm. completely edited him out of like, it's like, a, it, it's like, you know, a 9-11 all over again. Like he just accepted CM Punk this time, cutting him out of all the intros instead of the Twin Towers. But yeah, it's like, uh, and I was going to be like, well, I was going to say like, well, if the if the Nintendo Direct doesn't happen, the reason is that they had to re-edit the AEW trailer and take CM Punk out of it. And that's why it took some extra time and they had to wait for the next one. Not because of certain other world events, <laughs> but you know, this, this, this more important thing. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe if it was on there, they, they got to take him out of there. got to take him out. And his, I mean, he's on the front fucking cover of the game. So last time, last, uh, when I watched Dynamite last week. They actually just showed the logo. They didn't show the picture on the front with CM Punk on there. So they went that far even to take him out of there. So, but it didn't. Go, it didn't go to that. Instead, it went to something even weirder. After that, it went to Fitness Boxing Fist of the North Star. Fist of the North Star. Another what? <laughs> another out of the blue. My bingo card. Out of the blue. Fitness what? Boxing <laughs> Fist of the North Star. <laughs> did you? I hope. I wish you did. Yeah. <laughs> no. Very specific. John, I'm looking at it. It says Fist of the South Star. Don't try to. Oh, it so close. <laughs> Yours says force. It says first of the North Star, not fist. <laughs> no, this actually like um, it reminds me of of the Fist of the North Star arcade game, which I played twenty years ago in Las Vegas, and it was just you know there's the screen and and the the all that you see on the screen is the image of the person that you're fighting, like as if you're fighting them face to face, and then there's these pads that pop up physically, like mechanical pads will move and pop up and you punch the pads as fast as you can so the effect being ultimately that you're doing the fists of the north star and it reminded me of that i said somebody on the fitness boxing team loves that fists of the north star arcade game and they were fighting for this and they made it happen so congratulations to you one person on that fist, uh, on that fitness boxing team who did this what's uh, you you did it we, who developed the game? Isn't Fist of the North Star like a really old anime though? Like, isn't it like, yeah, like super super old? Oh, it's anime. Okay. Yeah, and it's even uh, a game. And even well, they also did the guy, the people who do the Akaza games. They also did a Fist of the North Star game, and and that's about the only yeah. thing I knew about it. As I remember seeing a Fist of the North Star where like the main character looked like oh. uh, looked like a Kaz- Kazuma or whatever. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, it's fantastic. It's really good. Um, it's like it's kind of like Mad Max. Like I, I almost bet that that they were inspired by Mad Max and they made an anime version of that. It's like 1984. It's hyper-violent. It, like, the first time that I heard of that, saw that, you know, I think I was 12 or 13. So it was right, like, in that moment when anime was sort of uh, becoming a thing over here and your friends were like, you know, it's like this form of cartoons that's like really hyper-violent and people explode and you can see boobs sometimes and like <laughs> then then that your friend showed you fist of the north star and then you were hooked on anime so that was probably one of the first animes that i ever really saw that's the one thing that i regret of my own uh, age that I, I i was i'm like a couple 
years too old to I missed the anime thing. Like I missed uh, I missed like mm-hmm. a tsunami and stuff like that. So I never really. I mean, I try to catch up on it now, but I'm not. I got nothing on the. Uh, you know, I never watched like Dragon Ball or or Sailor Moon or anything like that. If only I, I feel you like still it, can. I know. I feel like I was a couple years later, uh, younger. I could have. I would have. Been I think I watched enough that. Sailor Moon to where it was starting to jump the shark when I quit watching it in high school. But I, I did enjoy it. For me, it was just through the Sci-Fi Channel. They would play like Saturday nights, like at two a.m. They would play anime. So if I was up, I would watch that. And then the other thing was, um, what was that? club where like if you paid a penny you got 12 cds or whatever was that called columbia house yes yeah they did a thing like that for anime and so i did that i paid a i think i think you had to pay a dollar or something and you got yeah. oh that's cool when yen, yep and you got a uh uh anime vhs cassette and then they would keep sending them to you and you never had to buy them you could just i, w- I would watch them and send them back all the time so that's how i saw a bunch of my that's not quite the same the 90s that's pretty cool, though. It's almost like Gamefly, but for VHS. Yep, but better. That's pretty much what it was. It, it was that how you discovered uh, Excel Saga? Because that show was great. Oh no, I found that just from walking around at Suncoast, and I thought that looked pretty cool. Yeah, I, I wish I could. Uh, I remember it was on YouTube for a while, but I think they pulled it. I actually wanted to watch more of that show, but I don't think it's unavailable on anything right now. I don't think yeah, I've ever, I've ever truly found an anime on my own. I've always had someone point me towards it. So that's me. I'm a weeb. I thought I kind of found uh, I kind of found JoJo's on my own, but then I found out everybody else watched it. So I found uh, I found I found Food Wars on my own just through just looking through Crunchyroll stuff. So and I love Food Wars when I watched it. Food Wars is awesome. That's like one of the there's only like two Battle Chef Brigade. There's only like two animes I've ever finished: Uh, Food Wars and uh, Gundam, the first one, Mobile Suit Gundam. Those are like the only ones I've watched. uh, You finish Elden Lead. Yeah, I watched that, but that's like six episodes or something. It's yeah, it's, yeah, way, it's yeah. way shorter. Anyway, I'm considering getting this fitness boxing game because I I like Fist of the North Star a lot, and uh, you know it could be kind of fun because I, I I have good memories of playing that that arcade game at, in Las Vegas, and this is the closest thing I'll ever get to that at home. So yeah. I might pick it up actually. I genuinely enjoy like the fitness games that like mm. that came out on the Wii and now on the Switch. Like I genuinely enjoy them. They're so much fun. The boxing game is um, kind of fun. Like I played the demo for it on Switch and uh like during mm. the pandemic, uh Jess and I were just like, you know, trying to mess around with uh, you know, like Switch uh workout games or whatever and we we played around with that a little bit and and it was like, "Oh, that one's all right." So it was that. That's all I played of it. But yeah, on, on the Japanese direct, actually, they went go into it a little bit more, and they show like uh, you can unlock extra characters and stuff like that from the series. So they they spend more time on it, you know, on Fist of the North Star, and it's like towards the end also instead of right off the bat. So it's always fun to see the differences between the two of them because they always like things that have like really long, like like a uh, you know not to jump ahead, but but like Just Dance is like in a sizzle reel on the Japanese one because they don't care. They're just like. Move on, move on. It's in a sizzle reel at the end, and it's only shown for like two seconds, which I it was fine for me. But everybody in the U.S. knows what Just Dance is. Like anybody who has a console is probably playing that if they do anything yeah. about those games. So uh, coming up after this was uh, Oddballers. That one looked like to me like Fall Guys meets Knockout City. Yeah. Well, it's like a it's dodgeball, right? Yeah, it's it's like a top right. down. Yeah drunk whatever like the weird wobbly controlled uh dodgeball thing i don't know i'm not gonna play this game mm-hmm. this one's a hard, yeah, hard pass for me, me. <laughs> i would be interested if they like put up a demo to try out the multiplayer or something maybe just to get a feel for the physics but yeah it's just a uh, yeah who knows 
Maybe it's it'll take those, off as an esport. We'll all be. It's one of those soon. that, like, depending on the price, my friends. Mm-hmm. If my friends get it and enjoy it, I might get bullied into buying it, depending on the price. But I have like a right. lot of games that my friends are like, "Let's play this," and it's like and cheap yeah. enough that I'll just get it, and then we play it once, and then and never you get around to it. Yeah. Among <laughs> us, yeah. you just got to bring it back and be like, "Hey, uh, you got to play this." So that might be one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Among Us is a great one. I, I bought that and played it like five times with people I knew. I like playing hide and seek in Among Us. You Among- play more than me. Among Us was really cheap though. It was five dollars. I played it once with Jeremy and John, and I just figured that. like AOC <laughs> would hop on with me, and it never happened. I think we were all hoping for that deep down inside. Uh, the next one was actually on my original bingo bingo card from four months ago. Tunic is coming to Nintendo Switch finally. It's kind of been like uh, making splashes for like the past year or so, right? Like I thought Tunic came out this year. I, I don't know. I've just heard a lot of good talk about it on yeah. various podcasts. I heard it's, it's like uh, Link's Awakening or something. It's a Zelda-like type game uh, starring a fox and a tunic, right? Yeah. But, but I guess the really cool thing about it is you can find like parts of a game manual that's in a different language that like kind of shows you how to play the game. And I've heard it's like sort of yeah. kind of on the difficulty level of like Zelda 2 in some ways. Um, Jess and I, we were watching the trailer last uh, last night, and a lot of it kind of looks a lot like Fez, like some of the backgrounds do, is what Jess was saying, like with the rot- rot- rotatable, um, you know, they look like those big towers and stuff like that, and some of the art design kind of looks oh, like that yeah. as well. But yeah, I've heard people talk really highly of it. Uh, it's coming out at the end of the month, and I'm definitely, definitely interested in this one. It's coming yeah, out for $30 on the 27th. I'm excited for it. I'll I don't know if I'll pick it up like right when it comes out, but I'll definitely be picking it up soon after release. And I think it comes out. A, it comes out on a Tuesday because it's not a Nintendo game, like I said earlier. Uh, most most regular other companies release on Tuesday, and that's when that one's coming out. Does anybody know anything about Front Mission games? Because we're getting three of them. Oh uh, yeah, nope. I mean, well, I knew they were announced in another direct. Actually, in February, it was announced on a Nintendo direct. And Front Mission is another. Uh, turn-based strategy game along the lines of Fire Emblem, except with mechs. But what I thought was kind of interesting about this, where they're like, okay, well, one's coming out in November, and then two's coming out later, but then three is coming out too. It's like, what? Okay. I don't know. It's one of those things where I'm like, maybe I'll check it out if I have time. I have a hard... The side company finally being like, we are on board with the Switch now. Yeah, here's three games. Well, uh, so Front Mission 1 came out here, and Front Mission 2 never came out in America, but it was released in Japan. I know that. And as what, far as what, three was it console or PC, like, no, they were console games. I thought front mission four. one was like a, I don't even know front mission one. I thought maybe was a PlayStation one game, Okay, but don't quote me on that. But from what I was reading, um, front mission two did not come out in America. So this will be the first time it's been localized officially. I'm sure somebody localized it just because, but apparently they're good. They're square Enix games. Once again, square Enix, uh, the king of this, uh, this direct, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it would make sense if it was PlayStation because they were just dominating the landscape in that era. I mean, they had a lot of weird. They had a lot of weird RPGs at the time, which is cool. Mm-hmm. A large percentage we never saw here. Yeah, that was the great thing about PlayStation. It's just yeah, all these like weird. You know, it was it was the time where you could kind of make obscure RPGs and still sell some of them. I guess I guess Front Mission. I guess there was a Front Mission Five. So there's there's been there's been a few of them. The original the original Front Front Mission. Was a Super Famicom game. Oh. So, Super Famicom, Wonder Swan, PlayStation, Nintendo DS, and coming to Nintendo Switch. So, I don't know. It's just a uh, welcome to Front Mission America. Yeah. 
I guess there was there was a port there was a DS port released in 2007 of the first one, but the second one hasn't come out. Uh, don't think the third one has either. Do you think Europe just has the exact same direct and they're like, just watch the American one? Um, pretty much, yeah. They pretty much do because we like one of my friends is from Scotland, so we often watch the um, European one. Say a lot of Scottish like, people are probably like pretty pissed about the whole thing. <laughs> um, so so like well, they, Irish people. Um, definitely they uploaded the video to uh like nintendo uk like before the stream because of uh queen elizabeth's death or something it was weird they they, like didn't stream it but they they didn't stream it they just put it on youtube that's what they did yeah for oh that's what for uk yeah they didn't want to like make an event out of it because of mourning or whatever there was a british writer on kotaku who said uh apparently we're not we're we're not streaming the directs because I'm told we Brits are in a period of national mourning. <laughs> sure. Officially, they um, are. Yes. Officially. According to their <laughs> yep. established rules or whatever. Yes. The for, ceremonies for the, they um, have to go through. Yeah. Yeah. For the monarchy and all that. So yeah, front mission. Those are those. Whatever. Uh, this one was on my bingo card, of course. Splatoon 3's first Splat Fest. Well, wait, no, you didn't wait, mention you skipped one. You Did skipped I? one. Story of Seasons. Is something for me to oh, actually shit. talk about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, well, one, one thing I was thinking about this one that I want to say real quick is, you know, everybody was like, oh, you know, we're waiting for the Wind Waker remake. We're, we're waiting for the Twilight Princess re-release. We're waiting for the Metroid Prime re-release. Well, I say, what about fucking harvest moon on gamecube and that's what this is and it's coming to the switch now so there you go honestly this is the one <laughs> so i've been a hearing remake. a lot of requests for a lot of my friends have wanted this one to come um to be remade which i'm really excited about because it is so many of my friends favorite harvest moon i never played it i never played harvest moon um i didn't even like know farm sims were a thing until stardew valley came out um so i missed a lot in my life turns out uh but um and i've played like story of seasons games since but they're like fairly when you're coming from stardew valley or new farm sim games they're very um like shallow gameplay um so i get bored with them really quickly but everyone's like a wonderful life is not like that because you actually progress as a character and you have a family and stuff which um like friends of mineral town and uh pioneers of olive valley don't so so what's uh, very excited about this is this the one on gamecube where they did a version where you could be female or was this the previous one because i remember like they re-released a game it might have been this one yeah well there's because it wasn't there it's a wonderful life and then it's like there's another wonderful life and they did two different versions i know there was a handheld one that did that as well this one was the one that i had and I remember, Jeremy, you were trying to sleep on the couch and you were getting annoyed because my roommate Jesse kept playing it and the watering sound would keep you would keep you awake. There's well, I my think specific of memory myself, about it. You know? yeah. <laughs> Some like, kind of drunk sleeping on the couch. Yeah. And I'm like, blub, yeah. blub, blub. No, I just remember. Yeah. I think the wonderful life, you could choose your gender. Um, I think you could with this one because it was all like you could have a family and everything. I was saying you may not have been able to do it on GameCube because it was the very first one. That came to GameCube and the, the Harvest Moon that I played the most, which is coming to um, Japanese uh, Nintendo Switch Online but not American, is uh, Harvest Moon '64, and this one was the one was the sequel to that. Mm-hmm. So I think there, I think there, I think you could only be, I think you could only uh, be a male on this one, like the original one, mm-hmm. and I think they did another one where they added that to it. 
Yeah. I don't know. I do know that this release, you can be male, female, or non-binary, which yes. um, my friends were really excited about to see. Same with, that, uh, like, yeah. Same with the other even, one. Even, like, the previous, like, Story of Seasons games, up until uh, Pioneers of Olive Valley, um, like, you could only, first of all, like, the first Story of Seasons game, you could only be male or female, and you couldn't, you could, if you were female, you could only romance the males, and if you were male, you could only romance the females, so the fact that they're adding, like, non-binary, you can romance whoever you want is, like, a huge change for the series, which is very exciting. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, it's only 2022. So. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, but yeah, it was uh, unfortunately yeah, a lot of these games. It took a long time to get around to it. Uh, I just looked it up on Wikipedia, and yeah, you were right, Jeremy. Uh, the original Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life on GameCube, you could only be a male. And then there was another one released later called Harvest Moon, Another Wonderful Life, where you could play as a female. Yeah, this is where my brother, Will, who has messaged a show before wanting to be on it, like he's the one that told me all this, actually. He's the one who educated me on the different Harvest Moons and he was like, I actually want to buy that one just because it's, you know, at the time he was excited about it because he got to play it again, but from a different perspective. I had a lot of fun with it at the time. I don't remember a whole lot of it. I just remember uh, there were some funny cutscenes, like when the cows would have babies and stuff like that. I remember that, but uh, but I don't know. It was I don't know if I'll get back into it now, but I thought it was pretty funny. I thought it was pretty fun at the time when it came out. Yeah, I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to see what it's all about because all my friends really like it, so. And that's uh, well, especially if you've never played it. So yeah, that's great. Yeah, and th- and that's releasing. That's releasing next summer, twenty twenty three. So I'm cool. actually pretty interested as well. Yeah, and uh, I didn't know about the non-binary thing, which you can't actually do in uh, Harvestella, which really yes, really, really appreciated. Yes, that was cool. Mm-hmm. After that, sorry, I didn't mean to skip over Story of Seasons. <laughs> I didn't see it there, but <laughs> after that, uh, this was on my bingo card. Splatoon threes. I guess it's not the first Splatfest because technically the Global Test Fire was a, was a Splatfest, right? Yeah. It's the first Splatfest yeah. since release. Yeah, official like for the game. <laughs> and then it's the 23rd through the 25th. Uh, this one I said specifically on my bingo card, Splatoon Splatfest, because I had a... I actually, had I, too. actually, I put Splatfest. I put Splat, Splatfest announcement is what I put on there. So. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be... I put Splatfest totally info. Yes, I see that. There it is. <laughs> Uh, the theme is going to be, what do you bring to a deserted island? You bring gear, grub, or fun items. The fun is that I'm not going to be around other people. That's the fun. So I'm just doing yeah. that automatically. Yeah. Right. You need fun. I, I saw it and I'm like, I'm, going gear. I'm like, deserted island. You know, this is the question that everybody says. Like, which, you know, what records would you take to a deserted island? Like, what games would you take to a deserted island? I'm like... Wouldn't everybody pick fun? I mean, isn't that, no, isn't that no, what no. we want to do? Would you, that's what I want to do. You're not going yeah, to survive on make fun. fun. Exactly. It says you. Yeah. You can We're survive for a long time. Yeah. Like, like, I can bring... make a Frisbee, and then yeah. I can use that for fun. You can like, use gear to make gear. grub. Maybe, you can, maybe you can hunting animals is fun. Maybe killing things and eating them is fun to me, and that's how I survive. No, I would try to eat veggies. Yeah, I don't know. Fish would be... My non-vegan thing, but I would eat fish. Yeah, I, I thought about. Uh, I mean, yeah, automatically I was I like, mean, if I was you're like, doesn't everybody want to pick fun? Get us to survive. Yeah, see which find. Yep. I just want to take my switch with me and get through all those JRPGs that I said earlier. I couldn't get through. Fuck that. I'm not Lord of the Flies this way. We should all pick separate ones like we did for the other Splatfests, but never really got to 
go against each other. I'm saying gear. It's like where I was. uh, I was scissors, and you were rock and paper. You choose. You choose a sewing machine or whatever. You choose a needle and and thread that you can make your gear that you wear, and then you can go have fun because everyone else is dead, and you're like playing volleyball (laughs) over their corpses or whatever. Right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Splatfest, and actually, this is interesting because you don't play Splatfest, right, Chisha? Like you don't. Don't you? Are you solo ranked, right? Um, I do play Splatfest. I I don't like play them all weekend long, but especially since since it's a new game and I need those sea snails, I will be oh, playing. Oh yeah, the snails. Yeah. Um, so because like it got to the point in Splatoon two where I didn't really need the sea snails anymore, so I stopped playing Splatfest. Uh, but but now I need them. Now I need them. Mm-hmm. I do play. Um, I just don't. I don't love turf war. I get bored of it. Yeah, that's what I was. And I don't hate it. I just get bored of it. That's what I remember. I get, that I you get weren't... frustrated. I remember you weren't much of a turf. Like you were more ranked. Ink matches. the base. Ink the base. <laughs> I mean, we'll get to it later on Splatoon three. I thought about this being my middle name, but I get I get the gold medal every time for inking, inking the base because I'm I'm the base inker. I always fucking ink the base, and people they forgot about it. They don't do it anymore. I'm like ink the damn base. It's it can, really it can help you win because you don't you don't just it's run important. out of spawn. That's why because now like you spawn into the map and yeah, I like that a lot actually because like the then they can't corner you like they used to. Like yeah. if they're too good, they yeah. can't corner you. But I but I just thought it's funny that you get medals now and I get the ink the base medal every time and I'm like. Yes, I learned it from Splatoon One. Ink the fucking base <laughs> every time. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, this is Jeremy's favorite uh, announcement of this of the thing, right? You had to. Did Did you know that was what it was when you saw it, Jeremy? It was like Square Enix presents, and then I saw like the 2D HD people running across the thing, and I'm like, I'm like, tell me this is one of the Super Nintendo Final Fantasies that have not been on Switch yet. But it was like, no, Octopath Traveler Two. But the two look like two pillars. Yeah. Are you excited about that at all? I am. If they honor what they say about interacting storylizer, they they phrase it differently. But they did say something bas- in there about they're it. Basically yeah. Promise- yeah, they're basically promising. Yeah, they're basically promising something beyond you're playing eight mini games and then at the end you have to play every boss in a row. Because I never did that shit. I tried. Fuck that, though. Yeah, I mean, you played it for like hundreds of hours, though, and you got all the way to the end, but you didn't do like the super mega it, boss for rush the longest thing. time. It yeah. was my number two most played game. What well, was my number one for a while, and then of course Breath of the Wild took over, and then a little game called Splatoon Two came up, and then uh, Animal Crossing came up, and yeah, yeah, that's my legacy so far on Switch. But you know what? I don't know. Uh, Octopath Two is interesting. I think. When it's released, we'll have a lot to do with how excited I am to play it because February Octopath really for me was I hate to say it, but adjacent to the Paper Mario games and it's it was a nostalgia, idiocy. right? Because it reminded it, you of Final Fantasy. That's why you should play something like that's why you should play Live Alive. It caught it caught me in a loop that was and say fuck Octopath not and, and play an actual game that was released released in that period that actually fits in that nostalgia area yeah. you know like play a super well light alive i played. think would be me going back to kind of my feelings about moon which i love moon and that's definitely a product of its time but yeah i, I do want to play live alive so i'm gonna do that eventually but yeah to tell you the truth octopath 2 not that excited about it in fact i got kind of got lost in my own brain because of all the different 2d hd games that have been announced since then 
and then like what's the one they wish you not I'm, I'm i'm looking forward a little a little bit but there's totally another game just a fully realized game that came out today that we didn't know about but uh yeah it's just kind of easy to forget that octopath is where this style started but you know maybe by the time it comes around I, i'll care but you know technically there's one i could play on the ios or maybe there's two i can't remember there's at least one octopath game that i haven't played yet that i could play on mobile so Oh, whatever that like half sequel or quarter sequel yeah. that happened. It's not a full game, I don't think. It's like it's not as big. I don't know. I'm I'm just curious to see. Hopefully, the they actually interact with each other like they do. I mean, in Live Alive, that's a big part of it is when they actually do come together at the end. But uh, I don't know. It kind of depends on. Hopefully, the writing's better. Hopefully, the battles are less boring. That's kind of how I feel. I was. I, bow- I thought the I writing was off okay. I must have it, it super just quickly. wasn't. I thought the writing was great. It wasn't. It just wasn't. It did intersect with itself, so it's like, um, yeah, I might as well have been reading like a, a book of, well, Stephen King's maybe a bad example, but still, I might as well have just been reading like a collection of short stories by the same author where the flavor's there, but they aren't part of the same tome. It, it was just really weird, yeah, because they would do all the single stories, and then when the characters would come together, they would just be in the background of the story, and they would never, ever talk to the character you were controlling. That's where I was like... What the fuck? And also, I thought the battle system was really slow. But uh, but yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see when it comes out. I don't know. I'd I mean, love I'll, to go back. A lot I of mean, people love Octopath it. Two, or Octopath is so far ago that I remember I bought it physical because I could still get it for forty eight on Amazon. That's when they still offered the oh wow yeah twenty percent discount if you like pre ordered games for physical. So I bought that physical for that reason alone, and then I loaded it to my brother. He had it for like three years. Just gave it back to me like last summer, I think. He just, I like, just oh, yeah, beat I forgot it. about this game. <laughs> just beat it after three years. No, he didn't play it. He just <laughs> forgot about it. So I have it still, but yeah, it's it's almost a relic at this point. Like I don't I know I liked it, but it's so long ago I barely remember it. Well, f- come February, maybe you'll play it again. But I, this next one, you have some stuff to say about this, right, Fuchsia? Faith Farm. Oh, I'm so excited for this. I hadn't even, I don't know if it had been announced before this direct, like at all its existence, but I hadn't at least heard of it before the direct. And I am so excited for Faith Farm. It is just like tailor made to me. Like you're a fairy in a magical wonderland where you farm and make friends with the locals. And also there is online multiplayer. So I'm like, yes. Yes, this is for me. I'm so excited. Four player so, multiplayer, uh, even. Yeah, well, I mean, up to four people. Yeah. Because in the update of Stardew, you could do online, which, uh, yeah. Which is actually the Jess and I've been playing that on the regular, doing the Stardew co op, which is really fun. But yeah, this is four player. Yeah. And there's more yeah. RPG stuff in this as well, is what it was saying. Yeah, so. I'm really excited for it. Um, because I love, um, well, I love farm sims, but I also like I'm a we're gonna talk about it in a bit, but I'm a huge fan of Rune Factory and how it's like a whole RPG and farm sim like in one. So I like when there's like a whole storyline and stuff. So I'm really excited for it. And it looks beautiful. So Yeah, I like when you can you can farm, but if you want to, you can go and do other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to this. Day one purchase for me for sure. And it's a I'm very interested in it as well. I'm just Concerned it will happen in the glut of other mm. games of this type I might want to play. Yeah. Spring of next year. Like, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen mm-hmm. then? Yeah. What better time for a fairy farm than the spring? Yeah. 
It's a Switch it's exclusive. Like they planned that. Launch. Yeah, yeah. Um, this one, uh, I, I'm sad that this wasn't on your new bingo card, Jeremy, because I remember you put something down for Rhythm Game on the on the like three years or three years three months ago when the other when the direct didn't happen. But Theat Rhythm or Theater Theater Rhythm, theater right? Rhythm. I think is the actual way to say it. Whatever, it's dumb either way. Final bar line, uh, it's coming. I was a theatre rim. <laughs> It's a uh, yeah more uh, you can play more Final Fantasy games and and honestly like looking at it it looks like you know it looks like Guitar Hero because it kind of has like the 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 notes coming and there's like lines and stuff and it, it plays like cutscenes for Final Fantasy Seven behind it or whatever and yeah I'm, yeah I'm just like so not into those games though <laughs> I'm it's really bad at rhythm games I'm so bad at them it's so I cool. am underwhelmed by the control of it like. I don't really want to play this because to me it's like like I said guitar guitar man which was fun on the PS2 because it made the the novel use of the uh analog, analog stick. stick within the the game and it was pretty fun mm-hmm. but I played that in 2001 or whatever and and right. I don't care anymore like I don't want to play a game like that again but who cares because if they do like a a, a demo or something I'll at least try it I mean, they're getting. It has a shit ton of games. Is there like over six hundred tracks in it? Or something? yeah, there's like, like there's like you a deluxe a subscription or something. Yeah, there's like a it... deluxe edition where you get like five hundred extra yeah. songs, and there's stuff from like Live Alive on there. There's stuff from like Near Automata also, which isn't even a Square game, but it's on there anyway. Like they're putting all this extra shit on there. That my my like trauma from from theater rhythm whatever is uh, when it came out originally for 3ds, right? It came at the time where all I wanted was Square Enix to put a Final Fantasy game on on a Nintendo console or any Nintendo thing whatsoever. And this was the scraps that we got. It's like, hey, could you please feed me something? I'm starving here. It's ch- and it's like, here's some here's too, some bones right? with like a little bit of meat on it. Uh, hopefully you survive for another week. That's basically what this... I felt like this was them like sticking the middle finger like right in my face and being like, hey, uh, you want to think about how much fun you would be having if you were playing an actual Final Fantasy game on your on your Nintendo system? Well, no. Here, you can play through the songs of these games. That you still can't play on Nintendo. Fuck you. I felt like that was what they were saying with this game. So I don't have a I don't have great memories of of the at rhythm. And, and let's it, give those middle fingers something to do. Yeah. Music for. And even like even this one, like watching it, it's like you can play the songs, and it will show you how much fun you would be having if you could play. The Super Nintendo Final Fantasy games on your Switch. It's like it, they did the same thing to uh, to Kingdom Hearts fans. Remember, where everybody wanted Kingdom Hearts on Switch, and they gave you a fucking Kingdom Hearts rhythm game. It's like, yep. fuck you, man. Like, we don't want this. We want the actual game on Switch. Like, don't do this. This is not nice. Like, to just be like, you can play through the music of a game that you wish you could play on the system on the only system that you own or whatever. You know, it's like, yeah, I always felt like it was, it was like, like when uh, Louis got the uh, uh, what was the Dead Space game but it was like oh, a, yeah. oh the shooter yeah oh, that, game was kinda, that game was kind of cool yeah. though I, I played it it was all right for what it was but but it's like a, but a it's nothing version of it but it's not dead space yeah no not really at all but it was kind of i mean as far as like on games it was pretty good like end game that's all i'm saying i don't know i think there's a certain crowd that appreciates these games and they're just like hey, i might as well throw them on the switch install base is giant let's just do it yeah. yeah i'm just i'm not i'm not interested in it uh speaking of not being interested in anything uh Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Not interested really? in that game either. I thought you loved it. I thought you loved the first one. I did love the first one when it came out, and it did end up being in my top ten games of the year of that year. But did I ever beat it? No, because uh, <laughs> it's more. Are you also uh, just like throwing shit at Ubisoft? 
no, I just I just don't have no, any interest in this game. And it's coming so, out. It's that, coming out in October suck. among like ten other games that are that are more fun to play. October is Bayonetta three, Persona five, Nier Automata. Like spoilers. It's, fuck all that stuff. Oh, we already knew Bayonetta's release date like months ago. It wasn't announced in this trailer. That's true. So. Uh, we found out in the Ubisoft forward that uh, Rayman's going to be in there. Cool. You like Rayman? Cool. Also, uh, the also the rabbits are fucking annoying. I hate them. Don't forget that Rayman was one of the first Game Boy Advance games. Cool. True. <laughs> that True. doesn't sell me a Mario Plus Rabbit. Sorry. Ubisoft. But but I did. There at the beginning. But it was. But it Zombie was. Zombie U. <laughs> but uh, I did like Zombie U. Um, it was on my bingo card though. So Mario Plus Rabbits. Got it on there. So there you go. I, did, I, I predicted that one because I knew they were going to talk about it. But coming back to stuff that Fuchsia can talk about, Rune Factory 3. I'm excited for this. Um, I I hope it runs better than Rune Factory 5 on the Switch. Yeah. So um, we'll see about that. Did that, did that uh, ever Rune get... Rune Factory 4, um, it's a little better. It's a, it's Sorry, better. 4 was fine. I was going to say, did 5 was, ever get yeah, better? Because you, you, you were pretty positive on it when it came out. But I, 4 but it, was it, optimized. It's still kind of... Uh, yeah, 4 on the Switch. 4 on the Switch was pretty like almost flawless five was i need to go back to was, it. five was rough but like i picked it up again um a couple months ago and they had a patch and it it's still not flawless but it runs a lot better than it did um before so that's at least good i'm excited about room factory three though because i picked up the series with four so i never played the previous games and i know my friends really like this one so i'm excited to finally check it out was this a um, ds or a 3ds game originally? i think it was a ds game okay. but i don't quote me on that because i never played it i it, didn't it know about i didn't know about rune factory until four on and i knew that was on the 3ds but like it was the i learned about it at the end of the 3ds life lifespan so they were like just wait for the new game to come out and then it was years before the new game came out but um but so i didn't actually play until rune factory 4 got on the switch but i love rune factory um so much like I said, like it's a farming sim and an RPG in one. It's a, a whole, whole story um, and a long story. And also you're taking care of a farm and befriending your neighbors and and uh, taming animals and stuff. It's everything I love. And I don't know how much directly uh, um, uh, Stardew Valley takes from that because I haven't played much Rune Factory other than the one I played on Switch that I think it's for, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it was not the new one, then it was for like. The yeah, I played edition. a little bit of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which yeah. I think we were talking about a little bit mm-hmm. last time you were on. But uh, I don't know. I'm just mistaken. I'm so overwhelmed by it. Like, should I go back to Room Factory Three or should I finish Four or wait for uh, I, that other one that we haven't talked about? I yet. think yeah. you should finish Four. Um, it is a good. It is a good ending to the story. Um, but I'm excited for Three to see um how like the older games were and then maybe i'll finally go back and finish five (laughs) i just um i liked it i loved it put it down because there were other things that i wanted to play that were not as like running as terribly so i would put it down and i just didn't go back to it until a couple of months ago but now splatoon's out so who knows when i'll go back to it Mm. so (laughs) Never there is a new 
they also announced that there's a new Rune Factory going to be coming out. So Rune Factory Six in the future. Yeah, that, that <laughs> right. That's TBD. That was almost <laughs> like the Metroid Prime Four. Yeah, right. The flash of the 2017. I thought that was kind of director of that. Was I mean, this was kind of a this was kind of a what the fuck moment for me too because, you know, I really wanted to play Rune Factory Five, but yeah, Rune Factory Five did not get did not do well on like people did not like rate it well and said it you know it was kind of kind of fell apart and didn't, and and didn't do very like well cross platform right no that i mean no, it was it was it's a switch exclusive yeah and it was oh yeah. i th- for some reason i thought no i mean if it was cross platform then i think people would have actually liked it if it would, if it would have mm-hmm. ran better on other on other stuff but it did but it wasn't so it was kind of weird that i was like oh rune factory i thought that just kind of died off with five but it was even funny that they're like oh another one so i'm like rune factory six don't you have to fix five before you get to six like it's kind of no, like they're like no yeah. we we released it we're done with it let's yeah. go i thought Is that was interesting. five running better with patches like it's it's probably... running it's running a little it's running at least a little better it's running kind of i wouldn't yeah. say even more than a little it's running better it's not flawless but it it's is playable. running better it's playable yeah. yeah um so that's at least but but like they patched it so late that most people just gave up on it and don't have it any like inkling to go back to it so mm. um they're like we've moved on with our lives i mean so maybe that's it can, unfortunate but maybe it can be kind of like splatoon 3 where it's like you know two is at the beginning of the system this three is later so now they've spent so much time with the system that they can make everything smoother like kind of like the same way they did with like xenoblade 2 and 3 and all that yeah, yeah. but uh Hopefully. and, and rune factor 3 was a ds game it came out 2010 in america mm-hmm. 2009 in japan um Next one uh, was our, you know, kind of a leak, I guess, that happened or whatever. People are just waiting for it. But uh, this one was on my bingo card, too, of course. Nintendo's 64 new Nintendo Switch Online games. Same. So uh, is it, so is Pilot Wings or GoldenEye coming out this month? What's, what do you think? It's either. I think, Go- I think uh, Pilot Wings. I thought it could have been GoldenEye because, well. I think GoldenEye is next month because it's going to be cross-platform, right? Yeah, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to. There's just no release date for either. It well, it's it's interesting because it's going to be on Xbox with like somewhat updated graphics and like like whatever. Anyone who owns Rare Replay gets it for free. For uh, is it on Rare Replay? I don't think I don't think GoldenEye was on there. But if you have Rare Replay, you get it. And then also if you have oh, it's on Game Pass. Xbox Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. Yeah. Well, it's it's weird because it's coming to Xbox and Switch, but Nintendo Switch is getting online, but Xbox is not getting online. But they're Correct. getting like I some pseudo but... upgraded graphics. I don't know. I'd trade online. In, in, I'd trade online any day just to have fucking dual stick controls, like, and not have to play it on a sixty four controller or the way it was originally. Who are you gonna play against? The computer. I'll just play through the as far as I can on the regular story until I realize it's Death not that match. great. Of, not that great of a game, and then move on to better things. I don't know. I don't My know. hope is that because they specified that they're gonna have. Online, which I mean, you can assume online with friends, all, all these games, right? With friends, my, not, my hope, it's my not hope gonna is, be. My, yeah, let's, let's, let's listen to me though. My, my hope <laughs> is that that they actually do update it because that's everybody, that's what everybody wants. Everybody wants Goldeneye, you pop on, play whenever you want online. I think they could go in there and it would be worth it for them as a selling point for, for, the, for the NSO to say, hey, you can play Goldeneye against anybody. <laughs> Whatever you want, it'd be worth. Can be odd job. There. Yeah, you, you could be odd. You could be all odd jobs. You know, the odd job all slappers only. nerfed. No, I don't think they're going to change it at all. I think it's just going to release on sixty four, and I think it's still just going to be online with friends because that is just how it is. 
I mean, honestly, I really don't care because the one that I actually yelled at the TV about was Pilot Wings 64 because Pilot Wings 64 has never been re-released on anything on, and never on Virtual Console. So I was like, yes, Pilot it wasn't Wings. wasn't on the Wii? No, never on no Wii, no Wii U. Never I re-released. It was on the Wii. Nope. <laughs> Even your categories. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was never it was never re-released for Virtual Console. So I was like, "Yes, finally, Pilot Wing 64," and also Excite Bike 64. That was one of Jeremy's predictions on there. 1080. That's cool. That's one that I have not played. I'm excited yeah. to try that. 1080. I'm excited about that. Uh, Pokemon Stadium One and Two, but uh, they've without. been they, but without the Game Boy. So that means that that Game Boy rumor was probably not never existed. It's not a real thing. Oh, it hurts my heart that there's no Game Boy support. Yeah. But it's not in there, so I mean, if it was in there, then maybe that'd be the possibility of that. But there isn't. Uh, I don't know if you noticed this, but while I was watching the direct, it showed which games were coming out what what year, and it only showed three for 2022. And I was like, oh, yeah. there, I was like, there's a game missing on there. And I saw it. I was like, I bet. And then I was there. It was. I called it. It within the direct. I was like, there's something missing. I bet we're gonna have one at the end. And then it showed Goldeneye because it only showed. That's why I was. I wasn't yeah. sure if I could mark it as one more thing. Well, one more thing was uh, was was Zelda. So, yeah. So yeah, you got Zelda. you got one more thing. But they didn't they didn't they didn't say one more. They thing They didn't for Zelda. say one oh. more thing. They did well, not do one more thing. But they, just, but they, they, just but said, they did. I didn't say hear one more thing at all. They said, they they said before we go, said, right? This will be our final. Okay. Yeah. Before we go, this will be our final presentation. Yeah, doesn't go. I didn't know if you're being specific on like the actual terms and all that. Well, I wanted because oh, yeah. I wrote because well for me that's why it was very specific because I said. In six, I said new Nintendo 64 NSO games. Then I was like, can the one more thing apply to Goldeneye? Because they're like, but wait, this is the last in 64 game. That's a surprise. That's why it was like up in the air of whether or not that counts as one more thing. Let's say I still wouldn't have gotten a bingo, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Regardless of however they do it, we should try to like schedule a time where we can all play Goldeneye online together so we can uh, I agree. realize how bad it is. Uh, but, uh, Mario Badass. Party, yeah, Mario Party like one, two, and three. It, it 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 doesn't. I played it like a year ago. It <laughs> no, sucks. No, no, I suck at <laughs> it's it. It's terrible. The game sucks. I'm like, gonna but, get pissed just like I used to. Like like playing, like most like, things, people just matches. remember you know remember liking it when they were teenagers yeah. and then just I mean, still was, think it's. I do not have a positive remembrance of that game. It's annoying. Like uh, people need to move on and get and, and learn, <laughs> learn to like, like learn to like new things. I remember cheesing the like later missions if you like put in codes or whatever. That was fun. I, I, che- cool. I, I told you I cheese the missions by hiding behind a door and shooting through the window yeah. because nobody could that enter and their fun, heads would just pop through. Multiplayer, and I never enjoy that game. Yeah. I mean, I played it, but I tried playing it again, you know, like just to try it out. Like when it turned 21 years old or whatever, a couple years ago, go and I'm like, this game kind of sucks. It's got nothing on Doom 64. That's all I'm saying. It's, Doom 64 is a much better game. But uh, yeah, um, more 64 stuff. Cool. Um, yeah, Pilot Wings. Pilot Wings was the one that made my day. I was like, I don't give a shit about Goldeneye. I'm like, yes, Pilot Wings. Give me save states. I can I can unlock all those yeah, extra things. Pilot, Pilot Wings is awesome. You can put yourself in a cannon and shoot yourself face first into a target. And you hear your character scream when Wings they hit the middle. The SNES? Yes. Pilot Wings on okay. Super Nintendo is on there. But not but sixty four was never re released on anything. So I was very happy to see it finally. And Mario Party One, the ultimate uh Palm Bruiser is coming back, so be careful, everybody. Get some gloves and uh, make sure you don't. I don't know hurt why yourself. they're doing that. I don't know why they're doing it either. It's of... a it's a bad game, and and don't re-release it. But... It's not a good game. It's not a good game. It's not great. No, I mean Mario Party One is definitely the worst one of all of them. But two and three are fun. Play those ones. I don't know why they're re-releasing it. Like it really is like 
It's a palm killer. So be, so Which be careful. They couldn't. Which one's it, that one? Like Mario Party One is the one where most based, of the games are like, it's like rotating a toy the. Shop, I think. Which Which system did it come on? Uh, it's was 64. it sixty four? Okay. Yeah. Mario Party One, was Two, that, and Three were sixty four. Was that the one with the joystick where yes. you had to? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah was, that I was the first one. Terrible blisters. Nintendo literally. Yeah. Nintendo literally would like send you a glove. Yeah, you could get you, like, you could get a protect you could get a protective glove if you sent them uh, the proof of purchase from the game in the 90s but but i i love mario party but mario party one is the first one and it's not great like it's two is really good and three is really good but one is i mean i'll play it just because it's on here but i'm gonna be sad that it's not the other ones because it's just not it just wasn't I'm play, it, it, I'm it, it, with it, an old controller it wasn't there yet yeah i mean you could play it with your you know play it with your 64 wireless whatever no i like that one but i did yell at the tv for pilot wings i was like yes pilot wings it's it's gonna be great I'd be very excited about it. I also feel like if they're putting Mario Party two and three up, they're like, well, we got to put one up too. So yeah, I just I wish it was released like I wish they did two and three first and then put one later. You know, so you <laughs> don't have to like really, wait. Goes. Yeah, <laughs> I Run really want to get it online. <laughs> the glove. I thought they were like white. Yeah, I can't confirm, but some this is somebody on Reddit saying that this is the glove. Mm. I thought the I thought the gloves were white, but maybe I just think that because Mario has white gloves. Yeah. That seems like a beginning of like that seems very like uh the the, the white horses are about to be here or whatever the harbinger glife. Mm. Yeah, it says harbinger on it. I don't know. I don't know if that's a good name for a glove. Yeah. yeah. I don't like the name. I don't like the name. We've been uh we've been spending a lot of time on the direct here, but I really want to get through it so we can talk about Splatoon 3. So could we try to like try to try to go through. quicker on some of them cuz some of them we don't right. have to spend as much time on. Uh, various, various day, day various life, day life a terrible name. Uh, it was a, it's an Apple Arcade game, I guess, and now it's on it's Switch. Okay. Use, uses the same font as a as a Triangle Strategy and Octopath Traveler. Does it have the same graphics, or am I no, that? not at all. It's it's all okay. it's not a two D HD. It looks completely different. It's all like two D weird. It looks really weird. Uh, I was, and it has a, it's like twenty eight ninety nine. It has a weird pricing also. I just completely it, skipped past out. this one. It's out now. Yeah, I don't yeah. bother. Yeah, but it's just out. It's called Various Daylife. It's not called Project Various Daylife. Various <laughs> it was Daylife. already it was already an iOS game. And now VD for Switch. short. Yeah. Yeah, VD. Yeah, that's what you want to call it. Yeah, this one was like, I don't know. Yeah, VD, I'm, like, I'm not really, yeah, not into that. Factorio, a life sim where you make factories. Uh, looked kind of cool, I guess. Uh, falls in the October where anything else is coming out. So no to that one. Yeah, like if it if there weren't other things that I, I wanted to play at that time, then I would probably pick it up. But I'm gonna skip it. I'm intrigued by this next one. Actually, Ib Ib, how yeah. do you pronounce it? I thought that game was. Really I can't good. help it, but I think uh, Indiana Beach because my whole life, you know, I live in this amusement park that I've been to a lot, and it's IIB Indiana Beach. So I was like, I was gonna say, what? there's nothing. IB? Nothing in this game looks like Indiana Beach. Like you go to a go to an art place and look at at a paintings and then there's weird horror stuff i don't know i, I think it looks cool. oh no it's absolutely cool it's like uh you get trapped in an art gallery essentially and then yeah. you're like in a parallel universe made out of like art and no i'm really interested in this this uh has celeste vibes all over it i mean this reminded me of um was it uh whatever that uh earthbound horror game is that on there omari omori it kind of reminded oh, me yeah. of that type of game and uh yeah I, I showed it to jess and they really liked it so it seemed like uh you know, I, I don't know what it is, but it's weirdly horror, and it looks kind of like you know, it's like 16-bit fun. So 
Mm-hmm. I was intrigued that was by that one. Mario I forgot Battle about this League. game, yeah. This was on yeah, my bingo um, card too. Mario Mar- Mario Strikers update. Was it on yours, John? Uh no. It, was it? I don't remember. Oh, you're so you were using your old one, right? I was using my old one. Yep. Yep. Trey um, and I made new ones. I made new ones because I couldn't yeah, I find the old one. The old one that I still had mine kicking around. Yeah, but, but, um, but some yeah, of your this, stuff already came one, true on your old one, so I thought maybe you want to start a new one. Yeah, well, that was sort of the idea. Was I thought well, we're doing a summer long direct? All right, well, I'll have a summer long direct bingo card. So there, there it is. I don't, I didn't do that well in the end. Spoilers. So, um, but Mario Strikers Battle League free DLC coming out this month, and uh, you know this, this will get me back into the game for sure. You know, I was really hot on the game before it came out, and then just a bunch of other stuff came out and distracted me. So I, I should get back into this you game. You played it, really. I definitely played it. Yeah, I played it for a good, I don't know, I want to say maybe 20 hours, I'm guessing. It feels like, a, um, I think you played a little bit more than that. It feels like a lot of people fell off more. of it because there wasn't a whole lot of stuff up front on it. And now, and, and they're just adding well, new characters is... and new levels. So I think they need yeah, to add new Yeah, we're getting Diddy Kong, we're getting more gear, and we're getting a new stadium. So that sounds pretty cool to me. And now this one has the longest title of the whole direct. This is Atlier Riza 3, Alchemist of the End, and The Secret Key. It's like they couldn't decide on a title, so they put three of them in there. This is like it's multiple games. There's also like five other games in the same series oh, that are it? on Switch already yeah. that have uh, okay. that also have incredibly long titles. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's kind of the thing about the Atelier game. It kind of reminded me of the, uh, I, know I don't think it's the same publisher, it reminded me of like the Tales of Cold Steel or whatever. Like that's a whole like oh, NIS. long thing. That's but, a mouthful. Or Trails of Cold Steel. Yeah, that all got brought. So I was just kind of assuming the same thing here. It's like, hey, we're getting this series and they're releasing it in this sort of way they're explaining here kind of. Because there, right? there, there's these ones, but there's also another one with a different name as well. Yeah. That's that's still in the same universe. I never played him, but friend of the show Alex, uh, who's been on here, he reviewed two and said that he really liked it. So, yeah, so he really liked two. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it's like I said, too many JRPGs for me to fully get through. And even though I think this one looks nice, and I hear they're good, I just don't think I have time to get into it. Mario Kart Eight Deluxe DLC Wave Three. That was on also on my holiday. bingo card. That was on both of my bingo cards, the old one and the new one. So I kept it going for both of them, and there it is. So yeah, Smart. I knew I knew that was. I still haven't played Wave Two. I, I played Wave I Two. Either. It was cool. I, I had fun with it. I didn't play it is as much. The one with Waluigi Pinball. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I played that. I loved it. Waluigi Pinball and the um and the one with the train where you like where it changes where you can go through the tunnel mm-hmm. and the train can kill you. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I like that. Part. It so makes it like a three. That. Like a one continuous rather than three laps. But this one, this one announced only two new levels: uh, Merry Mountain yeah. and Peach Gardens. There'll be more, of course. Uh, Peach Gardens from Mario Kart DS. That's a that's a good choice. It's a really that's good a classic. Yeah. It's a great mm-hmm. course. Well, Mario Kart DS is one of the best Mario Kart games of all time. Mm-hmm. Number two, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was really happy to see that because I love that game so much. But I was. It's hoping- really funny when I play with um w- when I play Mario Kart with my friends, and none of us except for one person played Mario Kart Tour. But we like we played all the other Mario Kart. So whenever the Mario Kart Tour levels come up, we're like, "What is this?" Yeah. Like, w- and none of us know the maps at all, and it's just yeah. like 
It's like who, still weird to me that it's like the real place. places too. Like you know, I'm going to yeah. the Mushroom Kingdom and Peach Garden, and then I'm going to Sydney, Australia, and then yeah. you're in Paris, yeah. <laughs> and then you're in New York, and it's like, wait, but what about New Donk City? Like, what is? Yeah, why can't we be there? Yeah, it's just uh, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. They really pushing that. That's apparently people like that game. I don't know. I hate playing games on my phone. So Mario Kart Nine. Yeah. Yeah, it's not Mario Kart Nine, but uh, <laughs> it's another Mario Kart game that's on your phone. Um, speaking of, uh, it'll be somebody's like Mario Kart of choice here in like t- ten years. Yeah, once you get to kids who don't play video games anymore, they just you know constantly stick their faces on phones and watch TikTok or whatever. They they <laughs> don't. That's their small version of a video game. Nintendo Switch ports DLC. Uh, disappointment. I, I was really, I was kind of mad I didn't put this on my bingo card. I've really been looking forward to, to the golf mode so I can play that game again because I was really hot on mm-hmm. Switch Sports. I played it for like 40-some hours, I think. And then I kind of fell mm-hmm. off, probably because it took forever to, to get the bowling, the extra stuff in bowling. But yeah. but I was really excited about playing golf, and golf got delayed to holiday. But it's but it lets you know that you can play those original golf course courses from Wii Sports if you really wanted to. They'll all be on there, all 21 of them, so... There you go. I you go. actually just got uh, Switch Sports yesterday mm-hmm. because I I um, did not have any money to spend extra money to spend on video games this summer. So it's been like on my list to get when I have spare money and my school funds, my grad funds just came in like last week. So I'm like, I am buying all these games and I forgot that one. And then the and then the direct happened. I was like, all right, I was gonna get that. So I just got it yesterday, and I haven't even played it yet. So it's, it's, I'm pretty, it's pretty good. Check it out. It's I, good. I, I, yeah, I, 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 really yeah. good. I like Sports for the Nintendo Switch family of systems. Yeah, <laughs> bowling. I, I mean, yeah. bowling's really good. Uh, you can play like a survival bowling online, which is pretty cool, and you can unlock costumes and stuff, which I mm-hmm. thought was enjoyable. All I, I just, care about is bowling. Yeah, I just like fell off of it. But I mean, it's only yeah. forty bucks too, which I thought was a pretty mm-hmm. good like budget price and all that. Trey bought it for me. I bought it for Jeremy and John because uh because it was some sort of court case that uh that just like said that I should get on like years ago, and all of a sudden I had like six hundred dollars in my bank account or something, <laughs> so I used it to buy. I bought them both Switch Sports because I just all of a sudden had this extra money from Facebook or something like that from some mm-hmm. old uh from some old thing. Like if you signed up, mm-hmm. you could get paid. Out of some sort of whatever, and yeah, it was it was a nice surprise, and I ended up was like, hey, I played the game a lot, yeah, and it was like, fun. I was I, so happy when Stray bought it for me because like I probably wouldn't have bought it, and then like I started either. playing it. And it's I'm fun. Like, Holy shit, this game's great. It's, I yeah, it's good. It. Yeah, I played a lot of uh, I played a lot of solo on it. The only thing I really mm-hmm. that really bummed me is that you for some reason you can't play two player like on it like tabletop, which doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense. Huh. So you can't play it like without. You have to put it in. Uh, you have to play it on a TV dock. to play two-player. It's, it's so because dumb. they don't want people crowding around the small They're screen afraid you might and hurt it or each other in the face. Yeah. But it would it. be, but it would That's be fun. It'd be you can't have that rooftop party of face. bowling without. You can do that without the game. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, after this, uh, Miyamoto showed up again, and I hadn't seen Miyamoto in a long time. I was like, man, he looks old. He said it as much. He, as just, he, just, he just wrote he just, Miyamoto. He just trolled everyone. Well, I knew when he showed up, he was going to talk about the Mario movie. Like right away, yeah. I'm like, "All right, let's hear about the Mario movie." That's what he's going to talk about. Yeah, the Mario movie. Of course, and that's the, the first thing he mentioned. And, and Super, then he's Super like, Nintendo Let me World. Talk five minutes about Pikmin Bloom. I made a new shirt. Right. <laughs> that part, that part killed me. Like I was like loving the direct. I'm like, "Oh, this direct's great." And then we get to the Pikmin Bloom, and I'm just kind of like just looking around the room, like looking at my 
phone like what time is Why this and i'm like i'm like man this like six months ago. this like momentum this like train of momentum like stopped like on a dime right here and you're showing me this stupid fucking mobile game that i don't give you're just remembering about. that's what <laughs> miyamoto's position is now like he is the like he's the I train mean, stopper just, <laughs> he's the conductor he creative fellow whatever or whatever yeah. yeah yeah i was but just he's like been like yeah I was like, why are you fucking showing me this dumb phone game that I don't care about? Like, I felt like they spent way too much time on it, and it's been out yep. for, like, three years. Like, just move on. Who cares? But those games, actually, all those mobile games that they currently have, you know, the ones that weren't uh, canceled, like Dragelli Lust, they're making a lot of money. No, like, I know. Yeah. But the last I heard was, yeah. like, Pikmin Blue made, I, 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 I might be off, but it, it made, like, like, a couple hundred million dollars. People are paying for this game. And so they're just kind of, uh, I think it was just strategic for those who are waiting on Pikmin 4. They're saying, reminding us, hey, you know, come give money to this thing over here. And then, yeah. of course, we got It's kind of uh, like the Niantic news. thing. Like, uh, it's not in the forefront, but there's still all those people that maybe they weren't really into games and they got into mm-hmm. Pokemon or, in this yeah. case, Pikmin. Pokemon Go. Uh, Go. Right. Pokemon Go or Pikmin. Like, because I know my parents are still playing pokemon go like they're pretty into it and like they put money into it well especially our mom from time there's probably people who are just fan of neantic games and they're like oh i like that pokemon go thing what else did they get what was the first one because i remember people playing that at my job i forget what it was called but yeah they had that other one geocache or it wasn't geocache but it was something like that yeah yeah i don't i don't remember i I knew some people that played it and i'm like i don't want to play that well but you do want to play pikmin 4 and that's coming in 2023. Right. So eventually you got to that. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. We, well, really? Because I had actually spoiled myself on it earlier, if you remember. So I was like, okay, so let's get past this fucking phone thing and go to Pikmin 4. Oh, so yeah, you knew about it? Yeah. Because I saw it by oh, accident. Oh, because like, when you opened it. it. Right, yeah. right. Right. So I was like, okay, cool. Pikmin 4. Yeah. Pikmin 4. I mean, well, it was on my. It was on my. Did you put Pikmin 4 on there? I did. Nice. I had completely forgot. Pikmin 4 was something that was in development forever. Like, didn't Miyamoto say it was like done in like 2017 or something like that? He in 2015 is he said it was very close to completion. Yeah, yeah. And then there was like hey, and there was like hey you Pikmin or whatever. Those the you meant the T-shirt. Some people the thought that was very it. close to completion. Yeah, yeah. The T-shirt was very close. Yeah. To you completion. can you can buy that shirt too if you really want to. Like there are ways to get it, but it's like don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, Pikmin Four, cool. I guess. Oh, and now you can move the camera down now it's not from the top anymore now it's from the bottom they said that you could be on the level of the pikmin cool if you yeah, like pikmin cool. play a game called tinykin it's really good i talked about it last week it's awesome there's a demo for it you can play through the whole first level and the tinykins they sing along to the music while you're walking through the game which is adorable and i love that check out that game but uh just dance 2023 this one I know. Didn't you have some mishaps with this Man, before? Are we really <laughs> moving past Pikmin Four that fast? Oh my goodness! I mean, they didn't show <laughs> That's anything. Huge. We got to get they to Just Dance. They so didn't huge. Show much. They I mean, didn't show much. They were just I like, know. It, it's existing. That's huge. We're, I mean, we're, we're moving. We're moving. It's especially sl- huge because I guessed it. We're moving slower <laughs> than Miyamoto been, did. Miyamoto like no, spent Miyamoto like two seconds on it. Actually, announced a new game. When's the last time Shigeru Miyamoto announced a new? 2015 when he said he was working on pikmin 4 originally like seven years ago game that we had a date on when it's being released like (laughs) i'm just saying he already did that he already did announce it 
whatever. This is huge, and I'm excited, and I might actually start playing Pikmin 3 on the Switch, which I, I'm excited because I I've, it's good. I've never played a Pikmin game, but like I've been told I should. And I played like, what was it? Um, what was it? Nintendo Land had a Pikmin yeah, like, little had game Pikmin games on it, on and there, I yeah. played I played that, and I liked it. So I'm excited to actually play an actual Pikmin game. Pikmin's really interesting. I mean, because it's like Nintendo's version of real-time strategy, kind of. Like that, like that sort mm-hmm. of thing where you like grow up your, you know, you grow up your guys out of the ground and they're little plant people. And mm-hmm. yeah, and it's, and it's fun. And you, you grow up like a, an army of a hundred Pikmin and you accidentally lose 70 of them when they, when they run into the water and they die. And so get, they and make a really, really good <laughs> so, uh, case for yeah. why you should love them. Like when they <laughs> die, it, it, it is a thing that maybe you get callous to over time. Well, they like scream and their I little still spirits feel very come out of them. Sad it's when they like, die. You, you get so sad. Or you try to fight like one character and they end up killing 50 of them. And you're like, oh my God, I had like 20. I had like 200 and now mm-hmm. I have less. It sucks. Uh, much like Just Dance 2023. Yep. I've never played one, so I don't I- even know. I'm excited for this, okay? <laughs> um, not enough to like talk about it a lot, but um, I love Just Dance. I have yep. not gotten like 2022. I don't get it every year because, you know, you don't need to. But I'm excited because this one has online multiplayer, and I have a lot of friends who play Just Dance, so it'll be fun that we can play together, which we have never been able to do. So That's cool. I'm excited kind of for that. motivating. Yeah. I'm excited I didn't know that. that wasn't a thing yet. On the no, there was like the world dance floor where you could all join the same like well world dance floor is like everyone does the same dance the same song, but like mm-hmm. it's like two thousand people, so you couldn't actually just play with your friends. So I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Um, I so I will probably be actually picking this one up. Um, I'm still making my way through. How do you feel long. about uh, Just Dance on the Switch versus like on the Wii U or something else? Because like my partner really likes the Just Dance games that so far we've just been buying the old ones on. I like it. I keep this, putting them out, the, right? <laughs> the controls on the Wii, the controls on the Switch are really good. Like okay. um, the only the only um, system that the controls are better is Xbox Connect. Um, but other than that like nintendo switch is the way to go like the controls are great um and it's it's just like like they are actually in sync i've had some issues with like older games where it's like i'm doing the move and they're like nope you were too slow i'm like but i i was but Mm. um so yeah i like them um they're very good on the switch i think uh if we're done talking about just dance i think we should take a break before we get to (laughs) harvestella so uh why don't we take a quick break and then we'll come back and try to get through it as quick as we can so we can talk about Splatoon <laughs> 3. Anyway, Thank you. we will be right back. Hey, you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. Ha-ha! <laughs> 
subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Ah! Ah! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! We still have some direct stuff left, but not a whole lot. But what I, what I, I honestly, what I thought was one of my favorite things about the direct, and something that I very much enjoyed, was uh, Harvestella shown again. This was on my bingo card because I figured Harvestella was going to get mentioned. But the most important part was that a demo released, and the demo carries into the regular game. Mm-hmm. So I actually, I played through all of it. I played all the way till it ended, and uh, I wanted to keep playing. I, I, I was really interested to talk to you about this fuchsia, actually, because, mm-hmm. you know, Harvestella kind of being like the other side of Room Factory 5 for a lot of people, like being like, this is probably the better version and more people being excited about it. And I'm I think so it's excited. really cool so far. I've been really yeah. enjoying it. It was, it was shown in the last director, the last Indies direct. I forget which one, mm-hmm. but we saw it in a previous direct. Um, and when they were when they were introducing it and they were saying all the features, it was like, this is exactly like Rune Factory, and I am here for it. It was like, there is nothing in here that is not in a Rune Factory game, and I love it. And then they showed a unicorn. I'm like, okay, that's not in Rune Factory, <laughs> and that's going to make me want it even more. That you, the unicorn <laughs> so, is hilarious. Did you get to the unicorn yeah. yet in the demo? I haven't. I've only played uh, the very, very beginning of the demo. Um, I booted up late last night, so oh, okay. I only I only played, um, like, I guess day two where the omen wakes up um that's the last thing i played yeah no i i thought it was pretty good like the only thing that bothered me and it's like really minor but there is like there's about a 10 second loading like whenever you Mm -hmm. go into any of the buildings so if you come to town and you try to like 
check out all the buildings in town, it's going to get really annoying mm-hmm. really quickly because it takes 10 seconds to yeah. load when you get in and when but, you get out of the building. Mm-hmm. So that annoyed me. But if you just don't go into buildings, it's great. But, but uh, <laughs> it is a demo. So yeah, that might hopefully, just be hopefully like they clean that, that up. They fix. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can be non-binary. I appreciated mm-hmm. that. Like right at the beginning, I was like, hey, thanks, Square Enix. I appreciate that. So that's that's cool. One of the things I really like is that you can adjust all the different sound settings, which is a common thing in PC games. But on Switch games, they don't usually do that. Like you can adjust like the background and the vocals and like all the all the different sound uh, settings individually, which I wish so many more Switch games would give us the option to do that. So I'm excited about this. Um, so is it similar to like a. Uh... Why am I forgetting the name now? The painting game. Painting game. I know what you're talking about, but I don't. But I don't remember it. Splatoon. Okami. (laughs) No, newer than newer than that. Well, I mean, well, not newer. Uh, Chicory. There you go. Chicory. Yeah. Oh, I I don't know. I don't I don't know what that one's. There's like like some water sounds that you can take Mm -hmm. out, right? Because it like will trigger some people. Yeah, some people don't like 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 squishy sounds, so like you take that. I think it's I think it's more of a mixing thing, right? Like you could take up and down the the audio and music and whatnot. And I really like the music a yeah. lot, actually. I think the music's really good. If you, if anybody watched the Treehouse that they did about Harvestella, at the end of it, the the mu- the composer actually came on and talked about making the soundtrack and all that, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. And he, and it, it's yeah. just pretty funny because I he need kept to watch that. He kept talking about like his main. He he was pretty much saying that his main like point was to try to make the music not annoying. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. he kept talking about that. He's like, well, you got to listen to it a lot. So I wanted to like have different parts to it. But yeah. no, but I did think the music was great. I really did enjoy the soundtrack for it from what I played. I do but... love the music so far. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking so... at the I'm looking at the demo at the settings is overall volume, background music, volume, sound effects, and voice that you can all um, adjust all of those. And this is just this is just for, with the demo. So I'm excited to see what I've uh... in. I'm on day. I'm on day eight. I've completed the first chapter. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm actually like on the second part where it opens up a little bit, and now I'm just like already feeling kind of like God damn it! Like it's gonna end, and I'm gonna have to wait till what is it? July? Wait, what? When is it? November. It July. November. It's November. not. Oh, it's oh, the November. very beginning yeah. of November. It's actually not that far away. It's just a few weeks away. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm I'm uh, actually very very excited uh, about it. We have a whole month between now and. November. Yeah, that's like five. Yeah, weeks. but there's plenty of things it's between not that many now weeks. and then. I'm so. just saying it's not that it's not that far away. Time. <laughs> I'm just flows trying to decide, fastly. like maybe I need to take a break from Harvestella because I just finished day eight and I'm like I'm having so much fun. Maybe I should just step back. Just do one myself... day a day. Yes. No, no, or one no. Day a week. Oh, because you're afraid that you're gonna get real excited at the end. <laughs> well, of I'm it totally and have to no. Wait. I'm really like I'm seriously like caught up in the story and like I said I got past like. I guess whatever the intro part of it is, and now it's like it's opened up. I have more options. Mm-hmm. I've like yeah. my fields like fully like far like fully full of seasonal crops, yeah. and I'm like, Be- yeah, yeah, because the demo it. only goes up to day fifteen or the yeah. end of chapter two. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It, it tells you right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. if you if you get past day fifteen, so or I know chapter I'm at the two, halfway point. I'm I've, scared. I got like, to the end of chapter two, and then it was like, thanks for playing, you know, and then it just. Oh, you've you played on. all the way through the end of two. I, I, w- I went all the way through the demo, yeah. I, I played through all of it last night. It only took a few hours. But I but I got everything. Like I upgraded I upgraded been, all like, of my weapons out and, to I, the very end, and like, I and I and I got a bigger most... backpack and I did I did all the stuff you could do. Mm. Um but I'm really one thing I really like about it that I know is not in, in Rune Factory as far as I know is the fact that you can change classes on the fly. I don't know if you got to that yet, but that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Like you can you can change from fighter to mage 
but then you can kind of flip whenever you want. So like some yep. some monsters will be like will be like weaker to mage attacks, and some will be weaker to fighter attacks. Mm-hmm. So you can like just swap, and you and you also like there's like a skill tree where you can kind of like upgrade yourself in, in both ways and all that. And it's kind of like really affinity, cool. but jobs. I don't know. Like I guess they're kind of the same, but it's job points. It's the same thing that you got in um uh not Octopath, the other one before that that also has a weird name, which Bravely. I really like. Bravely default, yeah. It's like that. It's job points, like Bravely Default, which you put towards unlocking things. But no, it's it's really cool. See, Octopath 2 could, in a way, I, I guess I mentioned that earlier, it could, in a way, be your Bravely sequel you want to play. Yeah, but I hated Octopath 1, and but loved Bravely Default. But you love Bravely. Well, Octopath was trying to be Bravely, but it was Bravely mistaken. It never made it there. <laughs> But they were really trying to they were really trying to well nerf played. on on their uh, on their battle on their battle system, but they never got there. Speaking of never getting there, you didn't get the harvest demo. Three. We got the trailer for that. Uh, oh, did did anybody else uh, also Lamar. Did anybody want to say anything else about Harvestella real quick before we go? There's one there's one thing I want to mention. I guess it's I don't want to I, I guess neither of you have gotten to the end of the demo, so I don't want to spoil it. But there is some really cool stuff that happens. Stuff that might have kind of reminded me of a video game called Shin Megami Tensei Five for a second. Okay, there's some really cool shit. I'm very excited about where the story is going to go because what you see at the very end of it is like, oh, that's cool. I thought that was what I saw earlier, but you're right. That is what that is. Cool. So yeah, play through the rest of it. It's awesome, and uh, the characters are really great. No, I get. I mean, I have the unicorn is fucking hilarious. Uh, the, okay, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say that. I can't wait to meet the unicorn. The unicorn is That's funny. That's where I am. I just, I just got the unicorn. Also, I really, I really like that a lot of the characters are females. Like most of the main, like, like the, like the, like the blacksmith is female. Like the, the like warrior that you meet is female. Also, like there's a lot of like I, strong, like, strong women. I like in the that. Story. No matter who, like you, that. no matter who you uh, hang out with, they're all wearing like really nice boots. It's like if Prince directed an rpg like everybody's wearing like high-heeled boots of some form <laughs> no matter their gender seriously look it's like everybody also they they don't know how to how to sleep in beds people could not figure out beds and uh which you'll notice like they never sleep under the covers they're all sleeping on top of their beds which i thought was kind of funny <laughs> maybe it's just really hot there they can't understand sheets but that's how they they just sleep on top of. they the don't bed. want to take off their boots it takes too long so I, I figured it was uh I, I figured it was because the switch didn't have enough horsepower to uh to make sheets work like you know it can't really handle like hair it can't handle sheets either sheets like really, the horsepower really, really overclocks this, that they put it really it really overclocks the system the and, 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 it, and it just won't it, it'll it, you know it'll it'll like drop frame rate if you try to put sheets in there so that's why oh, is that what's wrong with Rune Factory? Oh, there we go. They use That's sheets, good. yeah. <laughs> they sleep under the sheets in their in their beds. No, when you're and playing, their hair moves. When, when you're playing, it don't just, even get me started on fitted sheets because that inter- introduces all these new algorithms. <laughs> you can't fold them within the game. It's crazy. Just, just when you're when you're playing it, just be like, oh yeah, no, they don't understand sheets. Sheets, okay, cool. I got into sort of a dungeon part where you basically have to go through, uh, you know, like an area, like a big area that you have to get through, and it took me like multiple days to do it. Like maybe because I'm not great at it, but but it's cool because you go through and you can create uh, shortcuts to help you get to the next part quicker. And there's mm-hmm. there are warps and stuff that you unlock eventually, which is really nice mm-hmm. as well. But no, I think Harvestell is going to be really good. I'm uh, I'm very excited about it, and I I kind of think I'll be playing it. It's kind yeah. of up there with where I was on Sakuna last year, where I was just like, this thing's hitting me in the feels and the right way, where I really want to play it. I wish yeah. there was I'm a. 
There's like no, there's hardly any voice acting in it. I kind of wish there was more of that. But but your characters do talk to you in your and while you're and your party talks to you while you're walking around, mm-hmm. but they don't talk to you in the cutscenes, which is kind of weird. But whatever, I think it's going to be good regardless. Mm-hmm. But yeah, play play that demo, John. I know you were intrigued by the game, but you can play the first two chapters for free, and it carries into the game. And it's probably about yeah, I'll give it a shot. probably like four or five hours, I think, for the demo. Maybe less, maybe like three or four hours. But I really liked it, and I really liked where they were going. Like it's kind of like as this end of most demos, where it's like, all right, oh, no, this, we're going to go to something cool now, and then thanks for playing, and then again, then you, and then you're, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah, you, they want to hook you. Yeah, and I'm hooked for sure. I wish it was coming out sooner, but there you go. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at. So what's after that? Oh yeah, Bayonetta three, uh, more footage. It already had a release date actually through trailers, that were released around the that time now. that we thought I the other, the other, uh, and I watched the other trailer that they had. Um, I like Bayonetta three. I think it looks fun. Uh, you know, I'll, I'm gonna get it for sure. It's oh yeah, I'm all about it. Another one of those uh, October games. Uh, I think yeah, it comes out comes out the weekend of Halloween, so you know, very fitting Bayonetta yeah, witch. witchy. Uh, so. Yeah. Do you ever uh, being in the witch in the witch world? Do you ever play the Bayonetta games? Or have I you? haven't. Um, I actually don't even know what kind of like style of games they are. Like I know the genre, but I don't know like like how the style of gameplay. Um, so it's one of those like always on my list. I will check out eventually, and I just haven't. Mm. But a lot of my friends love love Bayonetta. So. I mean, they're like a. They're like action style games. Like I guess people yeah. would compare them to like Devil May Cry, like like those type of games, mm-hmm. where it's very much about like you know doing combos and continuing on combos and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But they're just like super like balls to the wall, like just all out mm-hmm. there. And and the music is amazing. Like they always have this really cool like anime mm-hmm. like uh, vocal backgrounds. Like they did like what remake remixes of like Moon River and like uh, and Fly Me to the Moon and like that were on the original two games and. <laughs> I do know the music. I do know the music because my roommate is always listening to it. The music is great. Um, so, yeah, they, they've always yeah. been really, really good. And it's just super out there. You get to kill angels and stuff, and it's mm-hmm. it's wonderful. I, I, it's it's just it's stupid fun. And then the second one, there was like an R wing in there for no reason. Like they have the, the Star Fox <laughs> makes an appearance, and you could dress mm-hmm. up like Princess Peach and Zelda and all this other. Like they had all these extra outfits and whatnot. And and this one you yeah. can you can control like giant beasts. That are made mm-hmm. out of your hair that you can make fight other beasts, which was in the trailer, of course. And mm-hmm. and I guess you sort of control your beast, but you also have to make sure that Bayonetta doesn't get hit like while you're doing that. So you're kind of like it's kind of like Pokemon, where you're like sort of like telling them what to do on the side, but people can come and attack you like while you're doing that because you're indisposed mm-hmm. or whatever. But no, I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah. These these games are always stupid, you know, ridiculous, but like stupid fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm never mm-hmm. as good at, at them as I think I am. You know, I'll be like, I'm playing great, and then I get a D at the end, and I'm like, what happened? But no, but but no, they're fun. I I had a blast with Bayonetta one and two mm-hmm. on Wii U, so I'm excited about this one. Have the first two games come out on Switch? Have they been re-released on Switch? Yeah, or they, they have. Only yeah, on Wii U? Okay. they. Uh, I think they came out like two years ago, or no, or maybe it was longer than that. 2019. Mm-hmm. It was 2018 or 2019. But yeah, no, yeah, you you can play play Bayonetta one and two on Switch. So they came out. When there was the announcement, oh, Bayonetta 3 is coming to Switch. And then, by the way, you can play Bayonetta 1 and 2. And then you played Bayonetta 1 and 2, and you waited and waited and waited. Yeah, and it was like three. It, well, it was during uh, during one of the Game Awards, one of the Video Game Awards, back when they used to actually show Nintendo announcements on those. The the Jeff, the Jeff Keighley garbage. Uh, it, was, it was on there. It was like one of the first ones, because I think uh, 
they announce like the Breath of the Wild DLC too at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can move on from there. Master Detective <laughs> Archives Raincoat. This looks kind of cool. I was. Like I'm actually into this one because I, I. I mean, I bought Danganronpa or Danganronpa, however you pronounce it, and I liked that is it game. An RPG or is it? A, is it a more of like an adventure? It's more of a game? point. It's more of a point and click de- detective okay. game. Okay. Yeah, because it kind of reminded me of Ghost Trick. Remember Ghost Trick on the DS? Yeah, yeah. Ghost Trick was cool. Um, I yeah. played. There was like a demo on iOS. I played the first level, and I thought I know that was cool. But uh, no, uh, Danganronpa's really is like basically kind of like it's kind of like Squid Games before Squid Games. It's like the same sort of like death, you know, death story or whatever, death games type mm-hmm. of thing. And they actually re-released just recently released all the Danganronpa games on Switch. And I got the first one and I really liked it. I just didn't have time to play more of it. But I thought this one looked really cool. Uh, it just pointed it out while we were watching it, but the main character has a question mark in his head. If you notice that, his little like hair piece in the middle is a question mark that's sticking up but yeah no it's basically like a it's a i guess you would call it like a like a detective game kind of it's like a murder mystery type thing that you try to figure out i would definitely not call it right i would definitely not call it an rpg it's more about you know it's more like yeah like kind of point and click but more like yeah detective danganronpa type stuff i don't know i was excited because those games get a lot of praise so i thought this pretty good for uh... they're getting a new one Resident Evil, all the Resident Evil games are coming out. Uh, cloud versions of Village, Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3. I was pretty excited until I played them. Have you tried playing the cloud version, the demo? Well, oh, you, you tried the one that... Did you, did you play it to, today? It's out today, right? No, there's, I mean, no, a, it's not It's not releasing until like October or something. No, I'm saying I, I played... There's a demo that's out today or something. But you played the one from came Japan out two years days ago. ago. No, no, no. I'm talking about the one that came that out was for the stunning. Switch now. And yes, I did okay, play the right. one from Japan. The one from Japan didn't work because it froze up because it was from Japan. Oh. But no, I, I played the one from Switch. And uh, and I've played cloud games. You have too, John. But this game does not run well at, at all. It's uh, super right. It's super laggy. And it sucks, unfortunately. I hope they fix it when it comes out because it's not releasing until later. But I tried it. I tried it twice even because I thought maybe the reason that it sucked so much the first time was because I played it right after the direct and maybe everybody was trying to do it. Probably but so, yeah. It's yeah, the controls are really bad. Like are really, really laggy bad. And I just I, I tried it a second time and I'm like, this sucks. And I got killed and it only gives you like two minutes anyway. So And it's selling for forty dollars for a game that's already out that you could buy for less than twenty bucks on a PS4 if you had one. Yeah. Or, it's just I'm not motivated by it. It's kind of a slap in the face. I mean, I like that all these Resident Evil games are on here on Switch, but forty dollars for a game that you don't even really own—that's not a native and blah 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 blah. Like I just, you know, I'm just not really that excited about cloud games. And the other ones that I played ran much better than this. Like this one ran like trash when I tried it. So I know I saw Jeremy tried it too. I don't know how much you actually played of it. I I just ran around the little intro area, which you're just running around a little basement kind of thing which i've played on the ps4 already and kind of got frustrated with it so i'm like cool i could run around this weird basement labyrinth i thought it looked all right i thought it it looked good i thought i thought the graphics looked good but the control was not working for me it just it was very laggy and it was skipping like it was basically like it's like if it's it's like you were playing uh the cowabunga collection online it was like that except the music held together better than that it's a (laughs) stopgap but uh yeah I don't know. It was. Uh, I mean, I'm excited they're coming there, but I hopefully they play better when they actually come out because they don't right now. The the demos are not good. One that I'm definitely getting is Sifu. Yeah, this game's I was supposed to be really good. This game a couple months ago, 
And I was like, oh man, this never comes to Switch. And then here it is. So that's very cool. I'll get this game. Yeah, it's like a fighting game. But it's every, hard every not time to you st- die, you're like, STFU when I see this title. Yeah, yeah, true. It's like a fighting game. And whenever you die, you gain a year of life or something like that, right? And you want to try to play through it. You become more like And not trail, be yeah. like 100 years old or whatever. Yeah, I think there's something about the controls where it is a little bit more intricate than your average brawler to where you're actually somewhat trying to mimic martial arts. So that seems pretty interesting to me. It looked kind of like Tekken, you know, where you. I'm highly interested. Where, where, where Tekken, yeah, you yep. use like the top buttons to control your arms and the bottom buttons to control your legs and all that. That's kind of mm-hmm. what it reminded me it's of. It's like what I've seen. Like skate. So I'm, I'm interested in it. And that's coming out like the same time as Harvestella. So I probably won't get it because <laughs> Harvestella is, uh, is what I want to get for that time. Harvestella is love. Harvestella is life. Yes, I definitely it, won't get Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. But it's not. A, but it's not an RPG, John. It's actually you said an you regretted game. missing the last one. <laughs> I mean, you might. I mean, you would probably. Uh, know, you yeah. would probably actually like this game if it wasn't didn't have Final Fantasy in the title because it's an action game, not a, a RPG. I'm, I'm I'm interested in trying it out just because people said they loved it so much. It sucks that it takes place in the Final Fantasy VII world because I don't really care about any of that or that game. But I'll try it. I don't know. It's a PSP game I never got to play. Uh, Radiant Silver Gun. Tried if there's a demo. Radiant Silver Gun came Radiant out Silver on the Gun. day. Uh, shoot yeah, him up. Cool. Didn't don't care. Which I did say available now. That counted. Sure. But good for for people who like those things because that game is one of those that goes for like two hundred dollars. And yeah, I've heard people talk. It about looks it. like uh, I don't know. Looks like a lot of bullet hells that I've seen, but I'm interested in it. It's out right now. Um, yeah, it was a yeah. I don't know if heard people talk about it. Endless Dungeon. It's a Sega game. Takes place in the endless world. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's like a multiplayer dungeon crawler thing. I don't know. I didn't really care about this one. Roguelike. But I yeah, thought I thought Jeremy might be a little excited about the next one. Uh, another GameCube remaster on here. Tales of Symphonia coming out next year. So was this part of Project Rainfall as well? I feel like it was. No. No. Project Rainfall no, was Wii. Wii. You're right. Okay. This okay. is not a project. Yeah. Project, so was, project Rainfall was, really was, was Last GameCube. Story, Xenoblade Chronicles, and Pandora's Tower. This was really late GameCube, but there was this actually early GameCube. Another... Actually, this I think this one came out before right. uh, came out before Super Mario Sunshine. Needless to say, I own it. Me too. And I also own the sequel on Wii. But uh, I love this game. I played all the way through it. It was the first. I'd say like the first like modern JRPG I played all the way through. In the sense that there was uh, all the extra like dialogue and some relationship mechanics and even some job mechanics, like early job stuff that I sort of learned from this game. So, hell yeah. But it still had like an action sort of component to it in the battles that it does. I yeah. kind of remember, but it's been a long time. It basically, well, it cuts to a different battle screen like Final Fantasy does, except for it's a 2D thing and you jump around and hit people. I played through all of it on GameCube. I thought it was okay. I don't know if I'll return to it again, but I liked it at the time. You know, it was it came out. I thought before. it was 3D. No, not not the not the fighting part was 2D. It was you only walked back and forth. You couldn't go in and out of the world. Tales of Symphonia. Yeah. Well, no, I don't think it is 2D. Though. Okay, so well, this, all right. So we're both partially right on this. I just watched a video of it. Now, what I meant by 2D battles is that you can only move left and right in the in the battlefield. But it looks like it's 3D because people are on different planes. But still, when you move your character and fight, you can only go left and right. So you cannot go into and out of the foreground. 
So we're I think both you can, correct on you there. Just like whether or not you're locked on the target, but then I think you can. Yeah, you can change. You, you can, can change your targets and then space, do that. But you so. still, you can change your target, but you still move left and right. So technically, it's still on a two D. Then space. you also have some uh, kind of like you can call like uh, commands to other people or change their battle styles or whatever. Well, you set it up in the options. Actually, is how you do yeah. that. So you basically you can also make your like character heal you to a certain extent. No, I know. I played through the whole game. Uh, what uh, what Hold I what, what I uh, what I remembered is if you hold up both of the analog sticks, you can get through the whole game really easily once you learn that room that move from the main character. There's a move where he does a flip with his swords, and it's incredibly powerful. Lloyd and, and Colette. You can pretty much uh, yeah, Lloyd. He's Lloyd, right? The main or Floyd yeah, or whatever. Lloyd. He has like a really dumb name, but yeah, you can just basically hold up the two analog sticks, and he does a little flip thing that's OP and. You can basically beat every boss with that. I do recall the arc being very similar to uh, um, I don't know a lot of other games I've played. But that, but that's how the uh, that's how the battles have always been. On, oh, Lunar on, on, on yeah, Tales, Lunar, on, on Silver Tales Star of Story. Games. All the Tales of mm-hmm. Games have always had that two D battle thing. This just has one that's a little bit more three D, but you still just can only move left and right. It kind of feels like a fighting game, which I guess that's why a lot of people like those games. So next up was the montage. So maybe we can just fire off a couple of these. Move it like quickly. a montage. Uh, Life is strange. Life is strange. Arcadia Bay Collection, which I already thought there was. I already a Life knew about strange it. Strange. There is, but there. It's, there was, it's just there was the newest just, one. This is the older yeah. one. Right? Yeah. It's just bundling a whole bunch of them together. Um, Got it. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we knew that. For, for great games. Great games, but that's mm. all I have. I heard they're cool. Yeah, I heard they're good, but we already heard about them. But yeah, it's the yeah. old, it's the older ones, I think. That, yeah, yeah, it's good. the older ones. Yeah. Romancing Saga Minstrel Song Remastered. Another sa- another Saga game. There's already like five Saga games on Switch, but here's another one. Oh, it <laughs> so, is a Saga. There you go. Lego Brick uh, Tales. Lego Brick Tales, which I didn't really see how that was differentiated from other Lego games. It's like a like a puzzle game or something or i mean it, it basically kind of looked like it was it looked like lego's version of uh, captain toad is, is what i thought of oh yeah, yeah okay that's good way it had that it. world that, that you can kind of tilt and whatever i don't know i'm not gonna play it disney speedstorm another uh character racer well sure. can Dis- i be lightning yeah. mcqueen or does someone have to pilot me well think, he's driving I, another i think car. you need to be a pilot yeah damn it yeah. actually the one thing i do want to say something about disney speedstorm um, I actually, I'm really disappointed that we don't have a release date for that yet. This is the second time 20, that they've... 2022. I know. There's like four months left. I want... Give me an actual day. Yeah. Like, we did the same. They had the Disney whatever thing at D23, and they're like, oh, here's some coming soon. It's like, fuck you and you're coming soon. Give me an actual date. I want to I want to play this game. I think it looks cool. I'm just tired of being, uh, being having my, my tail chanked on, yanked on this. Fall Guys Season 2. Coming out now, I think actually right now today, yep, today fifteenth. Um, yeah, I don't play that game, so cool. Yeah, I haven't touched it in forever. Then we went back to the main presentation for the last two games. John, uh, one John's, of which was John's favorite. <laughs> my favorite. Oh yeah, Kirby. Kirby's Return to Dreamland. You, uh, what was Return to Dreamland? What system was it? It was a it was a Wii it was a Wii game. I actually have it on Wii? I have okay. it on the Wii U on Virtual Console, and actually it was pretty cool. So it was a retail released Wii game. Yeah, it was a retail released Wii game, and it's a remake of that. Uh, you missed it last week, John, because you weren't on the show. But I wanted to tell you, if you uh, if you haven't watched Sakurai's uh, YouTube channel, you should, because Master because uh, Sakurai basically told you the whole reason that you dislike Kirby. The reason that Kirby flies is because he thought that the Game Boy screen looked so bad 
that he was afraid that people would get frustrated from dying and not knowing why, so that's why he made Kirby fly in the original game. So he totally throws shade at the original Game Boy, and that's the whole reason that Kirby, that you could fly over the game, because he didn't that's want funny. it to be frustrating. Because he might turn the game on and go, oh, this looks terrible, and just want to finish it faster. Well, he didn't, he didn't want it to be frustrating because he felt like it was hard to see what was happening on the game, so that was why he added the flyability ability in the first game. That game just made me hungry. So, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, but Kirby's great. But I just and also Sakurai's YouTube channel is great. If you haven't watched it yet, he he throws a lot of shade and knowledge <laughs> on different things. But yeah, more Kirby uh, for the beginning of next year. Sure, why not? And they closed it out with some random indie game. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they just were like, "Hey, we're gonna mention this." Okay, bye. Yeah, yeah, bye. weird thing. So <laughs> yeah, now we finally got to uh, what we said like two hours ago. Uh, is it tears or tears? What do you think? <laughs> I wish I had not listened Why to not both? IGN podcast, but I did post on Twitter. You can look. I, I saw that. Before. I think they I saw that before. I before it was like it's pronounced tears, and my joke was like, it's tears of the kingdom because not only do your weapons break, but they tear. Oh, okay. Like, so here's what oh, here's what see, I think. See, okay, so so first your 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 weapons. Are, emotionally break then they tear their garments and, and, and like grief and then they actually break so rhode island accent we say everything is tears everything so okay so it's like everything even tears same like even like like ear like ear and air like, like air that you breathe like yeah. air that you breathe and ears that you hear with they're all pronounced ear mm-hmm. like, okay so like Rhode Island accent. So, so no matter <laughs> so, what, so you're like, right. To me, it's yeah. To <laughs> me, it's right. like yeah, they're, they're, they're the same thing. <laughs> so what's what's the fruit that you eat that begins with a P? Pears. Pears. Okay. Weird. What well, is heirs of the kingdom? H e i r s. Heirs of the kingdom. <laughs> so we got a. I mean, we got a release date. We got a fucking release date. We got a fucking yeah, title. Twelve. So we. So now. So now every. So now we can no longer say Breath of the Wild two. Thankfully. Now we can say you have to figure out instead of, instead of saying B O T W, it's like what T O T K is now what we say, hashtag T O T K mm-hmm. or whatever for uh, for for Breath of the Wild. Uh, Jess and I we watched this trailer probably about twenty times yesterday, just trying to look through all the different stuff. There's actually there's one part that um that I've actually been focused on which nobody seems to mention. There's this part where Link is kind of climbing up this thing, but he looks completely showing the grids. He looks completely different. Like he looks like young Link. Like he's wearing that red. He's wearing that like red, not red. Uh, he's wearing that green tunic. His hair is way longer. The world in the background looks overly greener than everything else does. Um, he has a different sword. He's carrying like a like a wooden sword that's smaller. His body looks smaller. What is that like? Do we have time travel in here? I don't know. That's what th- that's the one part that's really like been intriguing me is that one section of him climbing the side where it looks completely different than all of the other links that you've seen in this trailer. Yep, I think it's Tears of the Kingdom and it's like rips in the space time continuum that are yeah. interacting in the could be. But I also mean, people are crying. Universe. Also people are crying about it. Yeah. About it, uh, so well, about it being so oh, far away. Versus all ripped up. <laughs> They're all like lacrimosa of Dana over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you the lacrimosa was actually the destruction of the world, not crying. But that's fine. That's, oh. that's all another. I mean, in that game, lacrimosa was the destruction of of life. But Zelda, yeah, yeah I, coming I, out. I mean, a crying is a birthday. very strong metaphor for 
a story. So it kind of fits into that, like the dark version of Breath of the Wild. Like, not that Breath of the Wild wasn't already dark because it's post apocalyptic, but you know, I think we're getting a, I, I'm hoping we're getting the Majora's Mask to the Ocarina of Time that we hope for. Oh, sure. Yeah. And also, yeah. um, you notice the two dragons like eating themselves. We have the double Ouroboros. Mm-hmm. Ouroboros. That's yeah. basically uh, Monolith Soft pushing pushing themselves into Zelda there because or because Xenoblade Chronicles Three is all about Ouroboros. So it's like, hey, uh, double Ouroboros from Breath of the Wild because they're making that game too, and they also made so a game called the new uh, Fire Emblem. Apparently, yeah, there's Ouroboros in that as well. I'm like, man, everybody's going for that Xenoblade Chronicles Three thing. Everybody wants to eat their own tail nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't watch the puppies too much. There, there's a, there's some interesting stuff though. If you look in the trailer, like um, there's parts that kind of make it look like there's possibly dungeons. There's like those, there's those seven nines that are floating over the character that sort of looks like a Pokemon. Um, there's also a whole lot of like uh, things that look like labyrinths. Is what Jess was saying while we were watching it. Mm-hmm. Like you, which could also you know represent dungeons. Also, it has like the hieroglyphics of the hands holding each other. Oh, and the giant, and when Link opens the giant door, instead of carrying the Sheikah slate, it looks like he has tears on his belt. I don't know if you caught that. Looks like he's got his tears of light right there. Nobody wants to see tears of light again, but uh, it's in the tr- it's in the title, so possibly no. But no, he's wearing a thing on his belt that totally looks like Imagine he has little the tears in there. Of- Breath of the Wild. And Why did you even dare just say everywhere, that? Everywhere, everywhere. Why did you even dare say that? I'm just saying it's in the trailer. No, but look at it. He has, he has tears on his belt. That's what Fuck it looks that. like. They're little blue balls. You thought 999 Korok seeds was ridiculous? About 12 million tears of light. Don't tempt them. I'm just, I'm just telling you what I've seen in the trailer. All I know is now that we have a release date, I have a date by which I have to finish Breath of the Wild. <laughs> oh, you never beat it? <laughs> Finally. Oh, um, wow. No, so so I got a release day, and I have put like 200 hours into it, and I've never finished it because I just like wandering around and like exploring and having a fun time. Um, right so there. I've only beat three of the Divine Beasts. Um, so I, I You're just... You're mostly there. I'm mostly there. I just haven't like. I just like to wander. What's the around last and... one? Lightning. <laughs> Lightning. Yeah. Yeah, that's the hard yep. one. That's yep. the one that yeah. I just beat it early this year. Maybe like. Yeah, yeah, John. Ago. Yeah, John made it through. I remember that. You yeah, got to I get just the end like to. I like to pick it up like every once in a while and wander around and have some fun for a few weeks. Then I put it back down. But I guess like I should actually finish it maybe before this one comes out although like i am until a, may 12th i am a grand non-finisher of zelda games i have played almost every single zelda game in the series and i think i have actually finished like five of them oh i just i like to play them and i never finish them it took me nine years to finish twilight princess even though that's my favorite game in the whole series um it took me nine years to actually sit down and finish it <laughs> It is a long way like Animal Crossing so much because it has no ending. It has no ending. I don't, yeah, right. I'm not pressured to You don't finish. have to quit ever yeah. or stop. Yeah, exactly. That's why I like some games. <laughs> it's it's coming out a Memorial Day weekend also. So uh, just giving people extra, some extra days no. to play. Uh, no, Memorial Day weekend's the end of month. Is it? Oh, okay. Well, no, yeah. this is Mo- yeah. this is Peace Officers Memorial Day. That's a different one. Oh. Uh, uh, I get confused. Yeah, no, right. It's <laughs> the end. But if you're a peace officer, then you have an extra day off, maybe. 
Anyway, regardless, it's a it's also uh, seven days before my birthday, so that's cool. It's the it's the Friday before my birthday, so it's my birthday game. So hooray! So there were a couple of things from the Japanese direct that uh, differed from this one. Oh yeah, we had the N sixty four app is getting Harvest Moon sixty four, and uh, it also says twenty twenty three for GoldenEye for for Japan. Yeah, I just watched this before we recorded. Also, um, because uh, you know, some extra ones for my bingo. I put Sonic Frontiers on my bingo and Dragon Quest Treasures on my bingo, and they were both in the Japanese direct, but not the American one. But most important to me was that uh, Easy Come Easy Golf was in the uh, Japanese direct, which Will is a go- golf? which is a golf game which was made by uh, people who made the original Mario Golf and uh, and the Hot Shots Golf Hot games. Shots. And I've actually played. Uh, it's a sequel to Clap Hands Golf, which is, which was an Apple Arcade game, which I actually played because um, I was at work one time and got really bored and needed something to do, so I downloaded it. And I really liked the game, but I didn't like playing it on a touchscreen. But now I can play it on the Switch, and I love the game. I think it's awesome. It's a really good golf game. There's a lot of weird characters in there. There's a shit ton to do. I've been playing tour mode where you get to go and do all these different things, and I'm fucking loving it. It's a great podcast game because there's no music in it at all. So you're not really missing much if you're not listening to the soundtrack because there is none. So yeah, but it, it, it's weird because it was like I was like, why didn't you mention this? And it did come out. It came out and it was twenty bucks, and I had like twelve dollars in gold points, so I got it for eight. So I was like, yes. And I've been holding onto that gold points for a while, and I got the golf game, and I'm like, this game is awesome. So I've been playing a lot of it, and I'll be playing it while I'm editing this tomorrow. So let's hooray. do a quick bingo card review. How many X's did we each get? I got five. So. My, I didn't make a bingo card. The only thing I put on my bingo card is reverse psychology. I put no Breath of the Wild 2 so that you were right. So that, like, so I that could, you, would, you know, yeah. reverse psychology bait Nintendo into giving us Breath of the Wild 2 news. So you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. We didn't get Breath of the Wild 2. <laughs> we didn't. We got, we got Tears, Tears of, of the Kingdom. kingdom. Yeah. We got, Tears <laughs> we got the, the actual. Yeah, tears of the, I like calling it tears of the kingdom better. I got eight, not counting one more thing because they didn't never say they never said one more thing and not counting free. But I got Breath of the Wild two video. I got Bayo three video, Bayo three video, new Nintendo sixty four NSO games available now. Splatfest info, new Fire Emblem, Pikmin four, and new Mario Kart wave. I I, I got eight. And I have 10 if you count the Japanese Direct. And I was so close to getting a bingo twice. And this is how I, this is what fucked me. I put Gimmick in there because of the Sunsoft Direct that we watched. And I was sure that Gimmick was going to be in the, in the sizzle reel at the end. But I didn't get a bingo because Gimmick didn't happen. And also, the other bingo I didn't get was the, uh, the new, the, the new, uh, it basically looks like new Super Mario Brothers or Rayman, but it's, starring disney characters it's called illusion island because that was yep. just announced at the disney direct at d23 i was sure it was going to be in the direct so i put that in one of my main rows as well and the reason that i lost was because those two did not happen but what well, i did- see you have, now you have two bingo cards one one one's your old one one's the the newer one mm-hmm. i'm using my older one and i have mr gimmick on there i counted that as next because yeah, but I'm talking I, about this direct. My, that's my summer long. But it's this direct. A summer long direct. So. Yeah, you have it too. I, I saw Jeremy had it on there too. So there you go. Are you putting gimmick on there too? Yeah. yeah. No, not gimmick. Uh, the uh, the new or, Super Mickey Brothers, the uh, Disney Mickey one. Brothers, yeah. yeah. 
but whatever. I mean, I got a, I mean, I got a bingo from the last one from all the shit that happened, but I that one doesn't matter. It's this one. Yep. But what I got was Harvestella, uh, Mario Plus Rabbits 2, Mario Soccer Update, Splatfest, New 64 game, Breath of the Wild 2, Tears of the Kingdom. Maybe I didn't get that one. Um, Fire Emblem, Mario Kart 8 Wave 3, Sonic Frontiers, and Dragon Quest Treasures on the Japanese one. The one that I really wanted that didn't actually happen was Persona 3 and 4 release dates on Switch. And Persona 5 was in the Japanese Direct, but no release dates for 3 and 4 yet. So I was real, real sad about that. But we should talk about the biggest game of all time that just came out last week that we originally asked Fuchsia to come on for, and now two some hours later, we're finally getting to it. I'm sorry. Well, not but, your fault. There was a direct also in the sure. same week. Because we, so. we did, I did actually ask you to be on before the direct even existed. Yeah. So, <laughs> But regardless, Splatoon 3 is here, and we all have it. I was actually, I was surprised that you got it, John, because I don't know. Sometimes you say you want to get something and then you don't, but you did. So what, so tell me what, what, what made you want to get it though? Like what was it that made you want to get into it? So they they actually said that uh, there's some, some theorizing that, that uh, a lot of people were in the same boat as me before with Splatoon 2. And that's why there's such a big jump from Splatoon 2 to Splatoon 3, as far as the sales, they said that. And as I was reading this theory, I was like, yeah, I, I pretty much agree with that. And Splatoon 2 came like pretty much near near the start of the Switch. Mm-hmm. And also shortly, uh, I forget if it was before or after, but like Mario Odyssey came out and uh, a couple other things came out. And it was just like, I don't know. I just bought I just bought the system. Yeah, I just there was $600 or whatever on it. It was and, a um, huge push of the Switch with Splatoon 2 because you yeah. we played it at the event that we went to. I mean, well, they got well, like that first, like every month they had like a first party release, right? I felt like they were really trying mm-hmm. to convince people that it wasn't going to be the Wii U again. So it's like, all right, so it's like, so we got Splatoon 2, we got Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I mean, that was at the end of the year, but it was like Zelda, Mario, like it was like bam, bam, bam. It was they were just hitting you like one after another, after another, another. And And I feel like they're really convincing people that they, you know, had a lot of stuff coming. And also like Splatoon 1 was one of the biggest selling games on the Wii U um, of the entire system. And it came out in 2015 and the switch came out, the the switch came out in 2017 and Splatoon was such a big hit. Um, But like, as soon as the switch comes out, they knew people weren't going to keep playing the Wii U. Uh, right. So they, so I feel like with Splatoon two, they had to rush it to get it out, and so it really like Splatoon two really felt like Splatoon one point five just mm. on the Switch, um, mm-hmm. and but then they got to take their time with this one, which is uh, nice to see. <laughs> so yeah, and this one came out. You know, the, for me, there wasn't a whole lot around. Like I'm trying to remember the last one. I, I bought the Ninja Turtles games, but those those were less expensive. Those weren't those weren't full. I thought maybe you were still on that because it had just come out. I don't know. I just wasn't sure if oh, yeah, you were going to jump into it or not. But then you jumped full into it. It's cool because we have a because we have a veteran Splatoon player, uh, you know, right pro, and we also have John, a new Splatoon player who's barely played it. So we can just like have you know talk about different sides of it and all that. Yeah, my impression is just like it's like such a well polished and totally original game among the whole landscape of video games i can't really think of a, a squad based shooter where the point is to capture land and not 
just like kill as many people as you can. Mm-hmm. This, I think it's just Splatoon, right? I mean, it, it kind of stands in the class of its own. Mm-hmm. I, I was I was watching a video review a review of it where they were saying like Nintendo was like, "What if we had a shooter, but you got to become the bullets?" You know, and that's that's kind of like what I was like. Yeah, no, you're right. You know, where you're like, what if you shot the floor, but then you could become the thing you shot, like or whatever. I was like, <laughs> I love the perpetual motion of like. I uh, thought Splatoon was brilliant when it came out on Wii U, and I and I was just there for the single player. Like I had no interest yeah. in the in the multiplayer, but just the fact that they just kept like rolling stuff out like every couple weeks, like just kept me into and it because I wanted I... to jump in and try the new things. I saw Splatoon one um, at the Nintendo World Championships in may and then the game came out in like july i think of that year so it was before the game had come out i saw it at the nintendo world championships and like immediately i was like this i need this game this is the game for me and i've never played shooters like they're not my kind of game and like i play like the platformers i play the sim games i play rpgs but i never play shooters and i was like this game i need it and i didn't have a wii u at the time and i was only working like part-time as a temp so it took me like six months to save up for a wii u just to get splatoon and then my whole life was changed and then i started playing competitively and here i am (laughs) So, um, but like that was, I saw it. I was like, yep, this is unique. This is bright and colorful. This is what I want. It somehow remains nonviolent, even though there is aggression <laughs> to it. Even though they built their whole society around shooting each other. Well, yeah. I mean, it does kind of, it, yeah. it, it, it sort of has the same like Pikmin thing, right? Like when you die, it kind of like has the little, mm-hmm. little ghosts and all that, like sort of like mm-hmm. where you, but then you come back to life. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Splatoon, I thought was. Which is such an interesting idea. It was like nothing. Yeah, it's like what's what's Nintendo's take on multiplayer or like a third person shooting multiplayer mm-hmm. stuff like it did, and yeah. they just made it its own cool, unique thing. And I think a, a lot of it was like hiring younger developers too, right? Like yeah. to to, yeah. to get was, into it. They were the Animal Crossing team. the The dev team for Splatoon was the Animal Crossing team. Right. So um, that they spent they... like three years not shooting anything <laughs> being super cute and peaceful and like let's do this i was gonna say um, not, they, and, and they, don't, don't forget uh don't forget monolith soft of xenoblade chronicles mm-hmm. fame did they they are like the probably one of the best companies ever like they were doing so much cool shit for nintendo they did breath of the they wild they did animal crossing they did xenoblade they've done splatoon now also i'm just mm-hmm. like monolith mm-hmm. hats off to you you yeah. guys do so much fucking cool shit mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they must have been somewhere in Mario uh, Sunshine. In Odyssey? They saw one of the bosses in... Uh... <laughs> I, I I heard someone mention that earlier today, but I still have not played Mario Sunshine. I have it now that it's come out yeah. on the Switch, but I still haven't played it yet. So, I always thought... Um, I mean, well, I guess... I mean, you could say that Splatoon, yeah, maybe it's like somewhat you know influenced, about, John. influenced by Sunshine. Because yeah. of like the yeah. shooting mechanics and all that, but they should have like every after every Splatoon match, they should have Mario come by and clean everything up. Yeah. Like that's a whole whole nother game. It's like the whole other side. I always thought that when I first saw Splatoon one, I thought it, it reminded me of like Mario Galaxy because like you you know in the single player mm-hmm. you do a little thing and then you blast off to another thing and then you do another mm. thing There's and a then you blast off to yeah. the next part. And yeah. I, I like yeah, that. the launch pads. Yeah. yeah. There's like certain parts in the you wreck this the, area. Let's go to the next yeah. area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the single player for this one that reminded me of like, well, I think they're going like in a galaxy direction. So, did you guys all play the single player at all or no? Um, Trey said you haven't finished it, right? Uh, John, I beat, John, I beat John the finished it. Player. 
no, no, Trey. I have, Trey, I have, you I have, haven't. I have finished. not finished. Yeah. I am. I'm yeah. almost positive. I'm on the last boss. Like I think I'm on the last phase, or at least I, towards the end of the last boss. I have finished it. There is a secret level after Ooh. you finish it um, okay. that is making me cry. I cannot beat it, and I am so frustrated. Oh no! Um, I'll, I'll never beat like, it. Then. I'll never it's get like it. it's. <laughs> I'm not good at the like. I'm not good at the single player part of. Um, of Splatoon because like they're like the whole like jumping platform to platform. I think it's I making suck- me better at the regular game. Somehow I suck at jumping in video games. Like it's platformers. Like I suck at it. So like oh, the, the like, jumping sucks in that. Um and then so like that's yeah, a some big part of this hard. of the secret level. And so it's just like it took me there's three different parts to the secret level and it took me forever to get through the second part. And I just cannot beat the third part. And I am only doing it because you get one specific piece of gear that's really cute that I want. Oh yeah, you get gear. And that's it, the right? only reason yeah. I'm doing it. And I have at this point, I've given up. I'm going to visit my best friend in three weeks, and he is beating it for me. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Um, because he he beat it first day, so I'm like, yeah, you're you're beating it for me. Get I mean, me those cute beer ears. In the meantime, <laughs> I've tried. You're just gonna give up for now. Did you get what? to the secret stage, John? Since you've been all the way through it. Oh, I I'm, I don't want to say anything because I I I think I did but i don't want to say yay or nay to, to confirm it you know what i mean i don't want to spoil it for you guys i mean if it's something outside of what's on the regular it, map just, right yeah you just you get it by beating all of the all completing all of the levels so uh then i didn't do that did no, you complete all not, the levels I not 100, no i didn't 100 percent all the levels i just that's probably why i haven't beaten it yet because that yeah. level where you have to use the bow and you have to charge and you're like on the rail i hate that level the oh i hate those um do it with the with the blaster that they give you instead it's so much easier yeah i I tried it with some (laughs) other things actually i had an interesting this one remind i don't know i thought i thought of you while i was doing it because i know you're a big uh brush fan right you're into the octobrush Mm -hmm. um there's that one level where you have to use the octobrush and it's like on a conveyor Mm -hmm. belt and you have to kill Mm -hmm. all of the all of the targets and I was like, I was doing really, really well. And then I got to the very end and there's that box that you have that's like stronger than all the other ones. And my finger cramped up like at the very end and I could not move it. Like I was trying to play and I was like, <laughs> and I and I lost because my, my whole hand, like my finger cramped and I could not, because I, I, I was doing the, the like clicking so fast that it fucked up my mm-hmm. finger. And then at the end, I'd, and then I like gave up for the night and I played something else. Then I went back and played the next day and I beat it like no problem, but. But yeah, I was like, yeah. And also, I've noticed, you know, what all of us like, all of us from the from the podcast, we always use the eight bit dose, or well, some of us used to, or whatever. I've been playing with the actual cla- the pro controller. Well, what's su- yeah. I'm gonna say what what sucks about the eight bit dose is that the triggers are analog triggers. So if you're trying to use the brush, it's like harder to do it because you have to click it more. And the and the classic okay. the uh, the pro actually works better because of not having the analog. And I've actually That's been, I've been playing with Trace Pro. Yeah, because you can because you can the click it ZR quicker button as yeah. a as a brush main. The ZR button is just like it's yeah. it's it presses down so much faster than my ZL button just because like I've used it so much yeah and you got the Splatoon <laughs> Pro controller right there too and Splatoon 3 actually destroyed my my controller in part <laughs> yeah. Um, I saw that. yeah my stick my left stick which which yeah, John you know, we, we reported earlier was cracked Mm-hmm. And Jeremy had the same problem I guess this is a running problem with the 8-bit dough the, but, but not the, mine mine the are circular not part of the stick 
cracks apparently mm-hmm. for, for the two of us anyway and uh, Just boy, two uh <laughs> it, so it was like that for like six months and it was all right but after splatoon three it's like obliterated like it's just mm. a nub at the end now so yeah i saw that the new controller or some kind of solution i think by the protective cover yeah get a little you can get little you can get little cheap. squid ones too yeah, like exactly. if you want to specifically do it do that first before you buy a new controller, unless you want extra controllers, and that's your excuse to buy a new one. In which case, buy the new A bit dope. Uh, well, but not so, the but not the new one that looks like the Xbox controller, unless you like that. I don't know. I thought the new new one looked kind of shitty. The one that doesn't have the C, the USB C anymore on it, that has like the docking stand or whatever. I thought that one looked like trash. Yeah, I'm not interested. But uh, um. I was just saying, speaking of like what you're saying about like unlocking like cute stuff for your character, has anybody actually scanned any amiibo to get the extra shit? Oh yeah, because no. I've been wanting I to. Not. I just I've, I just I've haven't yet. Because I know the original ones, you can get some cool stuff with, and that's the only ones I have are the Splatoon one yeah. amiibo. Yeah, you get the same gear that you would get from um in from them in previous games. So um, it's like. Except for the squid girl outfit, that was that didn't come back in two, so that was the only one that was like an amiibo gear and one that didn't come back. But um, but it's like you get like the um, samurai outfit and uh, the power power armor suit thing. Um, I remember the power armor. And suit. I love. I remember having yeah, that. I love um, the octoling girl. Um, she. Oh yeah, I don't have that. Has she has a little witch hat and robe, um, so I like that. But mostly, like I'm still wearing. I have from the original, um, the original Splatoon one amiibos, uh, the squid hair clip. I have worn in every single game because it comes with a swim speed mane, and so then I end up just putting pure swim speed on it for brush um and then like and i wear the same exact outfit like no matter which game it's mm. pretty funny um so the uh, swimsuit affect the travel mechanic he uses with the brush or um it's for swimming in the ink right or no for, it's for swimming in the ink so it won't but, make you move faster when you're doing the like um like ink. i don't know if it does in three um it was rumored to do it in one i'm not sure about two um but like i never um i never look into the frame data kind of stuff um i i did in one with a lot of stuff but i didn't in two because two is when i like stopped playing competitive fairly early into two so i never like got into the frame data um and everything but in one it was supposed to make you run faster with the brush Hmm. um but I don't know if it does in three. I'll have to look into it. I've been trying to be better at this one, I guess. And I, I love Splatoon two. Actually, when oh. I, you know, when 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 you start Splatoon three, if you have Splatoon two saves, it'll show you how much hours you put in there. And I know yours was much higher. Uh, mine mine said ninety nine, so I was like just Same. one hour away from a hundred. But I but I really I really like the stuff that they give you, like starting Splatoon three with your Splatoon two stuff. Because you get a, you get like three golden tickets where you can buy any any like weapon, any of, weapon of any level, yeah. which I think is awesome. So if you want to jump right back into whatever you really liked from the other game, you can. And also mm-hmm. they let you jump right into the rank matches, right? Or what they're called as anarchy yeah. matches now as well, right? Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, anarchy matches, um, which is interesting. 
um, because it's also so there's um, I, I love that because I you had to play like two at least two turf war games you had to get to level two before you could do that yeah you do um, yeah you have to but, level up once before they let you buy the but, other stuff but then you yeah, can get whatever um, you wanted to like for me it was I'm and I'm an aerospray guy like I like I, mm-hmm. that one always worked really well for turf war for me and and I even though I mm-hmm. have been trying to get into the brush but I, I bought that and then I bought like a couple other things but it was just mm-hmm. cool that I could just go straight to that but they've changed yeah. all the sub weapons now, so it's like not you know it's not exactly what I had before. But they probably balanced it better in that way. I'm sure. That's like that's, that's the, the that's the hope. Yeah. <laughs> I like that they have the uh, the NES zapper in there. That's pretty cool. That's actually one that of was my from main the first weapons. one, right? Yeah, I've been maining that yeah. actually since I got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Was that a new edition or is that? Nope. That's, no, that was that's from, that was in one. Was, yeah. That was a Splatoon was in one, one. I thought. Yeah. That's DLC. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see the scoop. There's I variations. The super scope. Where's the too. super scope? <laughs> right? I haven't seen that in there yet. No, that should be in there. I like the super scope. Um, no, like I, it will be. Uh, ever since, uh, well, Splatoon 1, I was a big roller person because roller was super OP in the very first one. And it was fun because you could just run over people, but they kind of nerfed it. Um, was roller added or was that part of the No, roller show? was at the no, very, very beginning. Was, yeah. It was on the posters oh. at GameStop, like before Splatoon 1 yeah, ever came it was out. In, I was like, like I want that roller. The... <laughs> Yeah, it was in the Nintendo World Championships, and they only had, like, four yeah. weapons they could play there. Yeah, at the very beginning. One, one thing I thought was um, really, really cool originally about the Amiibo, if you remember, is you can actually scan them, and you could change the single-player... Uh, you could make the single-player um, levels use different weapons, so you could make it to where you could go through the whole thing with rollers instead of just, like, the regular uh, splat, whatever the super soaker-looking thing that you did mm-hmm. on the regular one. And that was the cool, because I, I actually beat the DJ guy with the roller because of having the Amiibo in the original one, because I love mm-hmm. the roller so much. And you have to get in there and, like, splat him, like, right in the face, so it's, like, much harder. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah, that was cool. I've just yeah. been playing turf, the, the turf war mode, mm-hmm. basically. I tried a little bit of the um, uh, Salmon Run. I love Salmon that Run. Seems cool. I, I didn't get too deep into it, but but I definitely want to try more of that. Uh, what else am I missing? Like, what else should uh, I play? So there's uh, ranked mode. anarchy mode, which yeah. is which are the ranked modes. So like turf war is a single objective is just like to paint the most of the map. Um, so then there's four ranked modes. Uh, so there's flat zones, which is basically turf war in a very condensed uh, zone. Um, you want to keep control of it. Um, more than the other team there's a uh, tower control which is like uh like push the payload kind of game in like overwatch and um so you like guard the tower as someone rides it to the other end of the map um there's rainmaker which is <laughs> i always describe it as like kind of reverse capture the flag you pick up the rainmaker and you have to bring it into their base um but the and, rainmaker and is also they, like a bazooka thing right that you can it, do a lot of damage it's, with it's its yeah. own weapon yeah and um and then there's clan blitz which is really so weird um you make a football and then throw it into a basket like it's basketball um and it and then you can throw in little clams it, it's really weird um but that was added like halfway through splatoon 2 the other the other modes have all been there since Splatoon and you can one. like and you can like pass it too, like the mini clamps like yeah. I, clam clam glitch like totally confuses me like i don't know <laughs> what to do with it and I, I i've actually i've you know i've mostly been 
you know, regular mm-hmm. turf wars and the single player. Mm-hmm. But when when I after I played the Splatfest Global Test Fire or whatever, I jumped back into Splatoon 2 and I was like, I'm going to try ranked matches. And I did okay a little bit, but I'm trying to actually mm-hmm. push myself into more of the ranked stuff. And I like... I like I like the um was it splat zones. I like splat zones yeah. and I like the um tower one because mm-hmm. that's pretty much just about defending an area and I figured that out yeah. enough, you know, to Yeah, those are know what to do I, with I it. definitely feel like splat zones is the easiest to make the jump from turf into um Rainmaker was like the last thing I played at, like got into and I only started playing Rainmaker because I wanted to get into competitive and I was like I guess if I want to play this competitively I have to learn the other ranked mode <laughs> but um you but, gotta, gotta know all of them right yeah um but it was very reluctant and but now it's my favorite mode so you know <laughs> but one of the uh, cool things that I one of the cool things that I found uh, um, myself playing more than I thought I would is the card game i was gonna say yeah the card game is great have you played it jeremy i I thought you would love it i have not played the card game oh i thought you would be into it it. Uh, i know i've actually i really enjoyed it you know what i really like about splatoon 3 i mean there's a lot of things but i like how you have how you can level up in everything and even when you play mm-hmm. the card game, you can level up in that too. Like that has its own like There's experience system and Is all it that. On the, um, the app, like the app. No, no, it's, no it's, it's actually in no, it's in the game. You got to find in, it in the square. In the no, I'm just like I. W- I would love if there was things in the game that you could play. Through oh, you could app. play on your phone. So, yeah, that would be nah, that would make play play life. That would be cool. Under your phone and play that mm-hmm. that game. That would be really. really it actually cool. reminds. Yeah. It. I don't know if any of you ever played. Because I was uh, like surprised I couldn't design my banner or whatever in that. Oh yeah, we got to talk about that too. Um, but yeah, I, I, the uh, the uh, the card game reminded me a lot of whatever the card game was called in uh, Knights of the Old Republic. If anybody ever played that, the Star Wars game, it's basically kind of like a version of like blackjack, but you like play your cards on top of each other and you're trying to like hit this certain amount of points or whatever. It reminds me a lot mm-hmm. of that game. It's just the same like back and forth, like asynchronous, uh, you know, whatever thing. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. but you you know how to do it, Fuchsia. I don't know how to fucking do it. How how do you change your titles in the game aside from oh. like the two that you can get? Okay. I have not been able to unlock any others. Yeah. So when you go into the multiplayer lobby, um, like the regular battle match lobby, not the salmon run or anything, when you go into the lobby, walk forward and there's a computer terminal, and that's where you uh, can change your um, your banner and your tag and um you can like if you redeemed if you got any stuff through um playing like to through doing things in the app um you can pick them up there or from single player you can pick up the stuff i was gonna say how do you how do you get Um, new ones because i only have two i know how to change them but all i have is like that was almost my nickname was splatlandian youth because that's (laughs) or growing youth or whatever that's like all i have and i've played it a bunch and i'm like how do i get get a fucking other one yeah, to get new ones, there are um, there are a few ways. Some of them are from doing specific things. Like um, I think there's one specifically for Salmon Run. I'm not entirely sure because I haven't gotten it, but I think there might be one for Salmon Run. Um, there you can get them through leveling up your catalog. Um, which is like yeah, separate from one, leveling up your yeah. level. So yeah. leveling up your catalog through playing games, um, you'll you get, get cards you'll from get, that too. You'll get like cards. Your, you'll yeah. get items for your lockers. You'll get um, name tags. It's uh, that's random though, or or it's not random. There's like a set way. So there aren't a lot of 
um, times that you'll get titles for that. But the other way is through the, um, it looks like a bubblegum machine. It's in the lobby also. Oh, shit. Um, oh, so yeah. And no, I, it's I a, didn't try that. It's a gotcha machine. Yeah. Um, your first your first try of the day is 5,000 gold, and then it jumps up to 30,000 gold. And that is why I have no money, because I want cool titles. Oh, shit. Um, well, I didn't know that. But, yeah, I need to I need to waste yeah. all my money I on that, too. I spent 5,000, and I've been like, nope. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, because so, I've only so, been I've only been buying like new star power for whatever my clothes yeah. are. Like, I like how you because, can do that now. As compared yeah, to the other, the ones. first the first night, like everyone already had cool titles, and I was like, "Where did you all get these titles?" And like nobody was answering me on Twitter. Like I was like, "Please tell me how you got these titles." I, I did what, I, but was I was wrong. Me. I was like, "Oh, uh, here's one." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, but I haven't um, gotten and, any since then. And. And uh, so I was just like, nobody was telling me. And then because like what threw me off was that I knew you could get some through the gotcha machine. But what threw me off is that I saw people with weapon specific ones. And like like my friend had an NZAP specific um, tag and he was playing a lot of NZAP like that first night, like playing a ton of NZAP. So I was like, oh, must have like leveled up and like played enough NZAP to get the tag. No, he just randomly got it through the gotcha machine. He, he just luck of the draw. And I'm like, damn, yeah, I need to okay. do that. Like, I want the <laughs> Octobrush one so badly. I mean, you and deserve it. It has, it has given me just Splatterstar Jr. and Hydra, which are two weapons I do not play. Mm. I play the junior up until the point I can get any other weapon, and then I never touch it again. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's like me in the yeah. in the it's like me in the sniper. I hate that weapon so much. Yeah, and then and then from that machine you can also get um, like decorations for your your lockers and stuff. Which, which uh, by the way, the, the, lock, the lockers the lockers are great. I actually. Even though I'd never, it, yeah. even though I've never played uh, either of you, I actually found John's mm-hmm. locker and I found Fuchsia's locker oh, also did. just in the yeah. game, just looking through the yeah. lockers that were accessible. And I, yeah, I found. Well, I saw yours on Twitter. Cool. I was like, "Oh, there's Fuchsia," mm-hmm. but then I went all the way down on the end. I was like, "Oh, well, there's John's too," but I've never played yeah, either of you online. But I found like, it. Yeah, yeah. There's one row that's pulled from your friends list, um, so that's fun. But um, that's cool. But actually. I've tried joining all of you online, and that also kind of sucks too. Like it, so it says Jeremy you're on there, I but got... then you don't, and it, that, I don't <laughs> know if you want to get to that. Day. That's a whole other. I joined you online, John. Yeah, so like, I, uh... I sent I sent Jeremy. I'm not sure how we how we got paired up, but I sent Jeremy an invite. We showed and... up at my battle area, like, and there was like a little notification, like I should follow, like over to you, and you were standing oh. in the corner. Oh, that's so interesting. You were like starting a bat- match, so I just joined it. That I had to wait like, like two minutes or whatever for the batch to be over. So yeah, they make you wait for a long time, oh, okay. and sometimes yeah. it, it, it says that you'll so get said, in, and then you wait invite. for two minutes, and then mm-hmm. sometimes you don't get in, and then you're with right. other, other people. And that's I'd kind say fifty percent of the time you would show up initially, and then I'd get into the match, and you wouldn't be part of it. Yeah, I mean it's it's all dependent on like if mm-hmm. he stayed in the lobby or not. All it's right. like if you were joining um, in the yeah, previous I, game. There was one so. point where I, I I checked out to. Just to kind of test it, because I wasn't mm-hmm. really sure how how we had paired up. Because I'd sent you an invite. I saw you. I saw you were on online. So I, I think you just hated then... me. Oh <laughs> no, that's just can't stand you for two minutes. Then I'll come right back. Uh, no, but then just I dropped uh, out, so you didn't have to play together. But but you didn't you, you didn't like respond or jump in the way that you you might on say like uh, on, on Streets of Rage or whatever. It'll say like oh. You know, Jeremy's yeah, online and yeah. such an invite, blah, blah, blah. 
Um, but then this one, like half an hour later, all of a sudden I was just playing against you. Like I kind of forgot about the invite. I thought maybe, maybe you you didn't see it or whatever. Mm -hmm. And there you were. Well, I was in a single player mode that was taking a break to Mm -hmm. go play multiplayer for a bit. That's what's kind of fun about it is you can sort of like, I mean, when it works, you can sort of like sneak Mm -hmm. into your friends. Like I was, uh, I've been, you know, I've been streaming like Monday nights, like trying to do like multiplayer Monday or whatever on Twitch. And I did that when I was playing Splatoon 3. I was like, well, let's just jump into some random friends that I don't know who they are, but I'll just jump into their game. And I was just doing that. But then I was, I got to play with Jesse a little bit, you know, a friend of the show was on a a Mm -hmm. podcast about Splatoon and we did get to play a little bit, but then, but also it was like, I jumped in and we all got disconnected. And then like, or I would like wait for two minutes and then I would not be on like it with him at all. Mm-hmm. And it was really weird. We actually did have like four or five matches where it did work, but sometimes it just doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I just, and I've tried joining Fuchsia as well and it just, it never worked. <laughs> you know, it's just like, wait two minutes and then it's like, uh, no. Or it's or well, it, it, it's it, weird the way it's, it says joinable, but it isn't always, you know. If you're trying to join me and I'm in turf, you probably won't join me because I, usually only play one or two games yeah. <laughs> and then i it was it was, on, it was anarchy <laughs> i was trying to join through anarchy, uh, well, but it didn't work yeah. you yeah you wouldn't be able to because um i'm always playing with a full group okay so. well it, it's just yeah. weird the way in the like i i like i like like the new setup mm-hmm. where you can like scan your friends and it'll say whether they're joinable yeah, or not yeah. and i've tried yeah. to just like you try to just jump in with your friends and it says you're mm-hmm. joinable but then it'll be like oh the room's full or whatever you know yeah but it, sometimes it takes too long and you wait a long time but then you mm-hmm. don't get to actually play with this person that yeah. you thought you might be able to play with you know but mm-hmm. also you don't know if you're not talking to them on the phone or through mm-hmm. whatever you don't know where they're at like i tried to join jeremy and it waited, made me wait two minutes, and then I was in a match without him there. It was just with all these other people, and I was like, "Well, what did I wait for?" You know, but that's why you need to yeah. coordinate. <laughs> sure, you gotta use the, for, you sure. gotta use the like, like voice app on the Nintendo Switch Online. App. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Or use Zoom or whatever. No, I just like to sneak in there. I like to just like just jump on mm-hmm. and be like, "Hey, hey, remember yeah. me? Here I am." You know, you didn't you didn't know I was here, but here I am. No, um, I do actually really. I'm still trying to log into me, Tomo, and it won't. <laughs> what I do really like about the new Splatoon, though, is that I just love that whole setup. How you can just like run around and shoot shit while you're waiting, instead of like. I love the lobby yeah. in Splatoon Two. All you could do is bend the notes, and it would get really boring after a while. I mean, Splatoon One had the fucking squid jump game that you could play on the controller, which was great, but. But in, yeah, in all you have is two. Yeah. You couldn't even do the like the music warping when you were in league. You couldn't do it when you're in in like league, which is playing ranked with your friends. Uh, you couldn't do it in there, and it was just like, why? You can do it in when you're waiting in solo, and you can do it when you're waiting in turf, but you can't do it here. And it was just really dumb. But I spend most of my time playing league. So I forgot that was a feature most of the time because, and then I'd be like sitting in solo and just like twiddling my thumbs. And I was like, Oh, right. This does it. But yeah, squid jump in Splatoon one was the best. Uh, but all, all those little like, mini games were so fun. At yeah, least like really the cool. lobby here is useful though. Like squid mm-hmm. jump was fun, but this is useful, especially if we're like between yeah, matches as, yeah, as like as a competitive player, like, uh, between matches just like 
sit in there shooting things to like fix your aim and mm-hmm. like warm up and stuff is so good. It's so it's well, I don't need, I, like I don't use the so, testing at all on the in the yeah. uh, where you buy the weapons anymore, like where I used to. Like now you, oh yeah, and when yep. you switch a weapon, you like try to find the right distance mm-hmm. or like where you have to aim to like get over a hundred percent or whatever and kill the person. Yeah, like it's it's been great. Like and I and I love mm-hmm. even when you're just waiting, like trying to join a friend or whatever, you can at least just like swim around in the ink and all that, and it's just fun and. Learn to use the specials and all that. And I think that's a big part of, you know, some people would say that maybe Splatoon 3 is, like, not different enough from Splatoon 2 to be, like, a sequel or whatever. That's the big question, no, Fuchsia, it, I wanted to ask you. As I'm a, saying it, as, I think it's it's the minutia. It's the little things. Like, it's the tiny it's way like, that they made all of it know, better. That's why it's a sequel. On, I guess it's also you, Trey, if you're mentioning it. I want to know because I haven't played this in years. Like, mm-hmm. I was playing it all the time, like, there's documentation on YouTube if you really want to look it up. Like yeah, we we, play, we, we streamed a lot of it for a while, Jeremy. Yeah. I streamed but a lot of it. I fell out of it for so long that coming back to it with the uh, you know the test splat or whatever it was mm-hmm. called, um, I played that and I was like, this is great, but it just feels like I'm playing Splatoon some more. Like well, you know, so I want to know like what I mean, makes you this are, but, I feel like, but they just I feel like. Yeah, how much of the core game can they change? Like, how much can they? Don't fix like, it if it isn't broke. Right? Like, like it's it's a it's a shooter. Like, yeah. how how much of like Call of Duty do they change between games? Like, right. it's still the core base gameplay. Um, the changes are in the specials, are in the maps, um, okay. which actually like the they changed a lot of the specials. Um, uh, in from. well from one to two and then from two to three Mm. um a lot of them did not come back or they got completely reworked and in splatoon 2 and splatoon 1 the gameplay especially like competitively and ranked and uh the gameplay was very special heavy and very based on a few different specials and like everyone playing those few specials that was the meta and so that's like one of the things is that they're always trying to balance the specials to make it more um more like not so rigid in gameplay so that is like one of the big things to me as a competitive player that like there's no more ink armor ink armor sucked playing oh i remember ink um, armor and, i forgot and, like, about it I, pl- just now. I played a weapon one of my main weapons had ink armor and i played it because i like the weapon and i played it since splatoon one but like ink armor was just like one of those specials everyone had to run it or like every team had to run it or you would just be screwed. Everyone had to run missiles, uh, Tenta missiles, or you would be screwed. And we're not, um, so we're not seeing that so much yet. Um, at least, I mean, it's been a week, but like so far, like the specials seemed a lot more balanced, uh, which is like the, that's like a big change um how they changed out the web the specials that's a big change that i notice and a lot of competitive players have noticed and um like there are some there are some things that definitely are the same the same weapons i mean they have different kits but they're the same weapons we have had a couple new weapons added with there's like a bow and there's a, a katana a splatana it, well it's like it's like a variation uh, of like the brush, brush right and but i, but and I like might, it yeah yeah 
and they might be adding more. Like there, there's going to be more weapons added. Oh, I think 100 percent they are going to add and, stuff, even like new ranked stuff as well. I would yeah, think. I bet more. They are. They are. Um, but so, so like that's three point for multiplayer wise. I feel like there isn't much they can change, um, without like changing the game. But it's also like the single player story is just like it's the continuation of the story and i like i i love i love single player in this game um because it brings like the basic levels that we got in Splatoon 1 and 2 single player but then it also brings the type of levels that you saw in Octo expansion yeah there's a lot of octo influence in there I and thought. um so like it makes it more challenging. Those levels are much more challenging than like the basic levels. And um, but like also we just see so much more of the story and find out a lot more of the lore. So mm-hmm. I like it's not going to be a complete change, but it is a continuation of the series. Yeah. And like I feel like Splatoon 2 really was just like Splatoon 1.5, just pushed to the switch because the switch needed splatoon yeah. uh, when it released but i feel like they took their time with this one and gameplay wise it does feel different like five um, years like it can't it can't be too different it can't be fundamentally different but i do think it feels different as like they took their time with this and it feels like it is not just the same old game if it so. ain't if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? I mean, that's what I think about. <laughs> I mean, I've put Splatoon. over twenty hours in it, and I only <laughs> could start playing it on Sunday night. So yeah, that's where um, I'm at. Like there, yeah, there is definitely like a lot of it's going to be the same, but you it has to be without being a new game entirely. So what I want to know for for I want to ask somebody who put a thousand hours into uh, Mario Maker Two. Uh, John, is this like, I mean, is this like an online game that you want to like throw yourself into? Like, is it on the same level as like, oh, yeah. I know you I, put tons I, of I hours into Rocket League. Does it grab you like the same way that those games did? Definitely. Yeah. That's the reason I, I bought it uh, digital versus physical. You know, I've said previously that I like to buy the first party games physical because I like the collectible aspect, and, you know, the nostalgia, whatever. But I, with this one, I just do it. You know, I, 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 can't have another physical game competing for my 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 cartridge slot that's that's where mario maker 2 lives so um i had to that's get where splatoon 2 lived yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you had the physical of splatoon 2 huh you played all that all it was time. it was like the last game i bought before i started going completely digital so yeah yeah, yeah. it just made sense to buy this game uh digital so i could play it whenever in fact you know, I have a folder that I call the usuals. I put it right in there. Okay. Before I even tried the game, I just I just knew it. So just, yeah, this will be in permanent rotation. Just just to be dumb, I, I made a I made a folder called Splatoon, and I put Splatoon three, two, and three in there. <laughs> just actually, and, and the yeah, and the Splatoon global test fire is still in my Switch. Actually. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. There it is. Um, Mine is a. Uh, Tropical Freeze because I bought that recently. Well, I, I just, uh, I'm, I'm just happy that you've been enjoying it, John, because I know you are, you're very much like, you know, one of those people. Like, well, I know you're like a play one game like for magnitude of hours, and yep. and, I, and I was like, well, you should play Splatoon, Splatoon because they add so much to it and they keep changing it, and the 
I feel like the online is just keeps going and they, you know, it's a living, breathing world or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I just was hoping that you would enjoy it because there's a lot to it and you can get a lot of value to the, to the game. I remember when you played a demo of Platoon 2 and said that you Mm. felt like it should be a $20 purchase or something like that, which hurt me because Splatoon is worth more than that. But I'm just saying that you, I'm glad that you like it now. The, the, like a, well, I think, I think was, maybe, maybe I think I, for you, you wanted to spend. Maybe I might have, I might have meant that it should be like a, like on sale or whatever because it was older sure. or something at the time. Yeah, but yeah, this is definitely a full sixty dollar game and uh, one that's going to be um, in my permanent rotation. Definitely. Well, I'm just saying. Uh, I mean, I, I'm just glad if you fully embrace it, you will have a shit ton of hours out of Splatoon, and uh, I, I feel like I'm the only one who loves Salmon Run. I've been loving the fuck out of Salmon Run. And I tried. A lot I, of people love Salmon Run. Not me, but a lot of people do. <laughs> I tried to like it on Splatoon 2, and I wasn't very good at it. But Splatoon 3, I've actually been doing pretty well. Like, I feel like I'm kind of good at it. And to me, it, it kind of feels like a mini Monster Hunter. And I think that's kind of why I was able to, like, figure it out, I guess. It's like, you know, it's like Monster Hunter, but not as complex. But when you get to, like, the Kaiju Salmonids. That's fucking cool. Like, I love seeing the fucking Godzilla dudes when they come in there. And I beat one. Like, I, I was streaming it, uh, like, a couple days ago. And uh, and I was just, I would, like, we just kept dying on the, on the Samurai. And I'm like, all right, fuck mm-hmm. this. I'm, I'm just going to, like, get off stream because this is frustrating me. And then right after that, I had a really good game. And then we had the, like, Kaiju Salmonid. And I killed it for the first time. And I was like, yes. And I was like, I was like, just, I had, like, the, the minigun thing. And I was just like, just. Just like, just like throwing right into it, and yeah, I've been loving the shit out of Salmon Salmon Run. Like, it's been my favorite new multiplayer thing. Like, I've been playing that more than just regular Turf War. So I don't know if either of you, Jeremy or John, have been playing that, but you should because it's fucking I've been great. Focusing <laughs> on the twice, but that's it. Single player, and then I played. Uh, I just wanted to play. Um, I, I just I've been bouncing around PVE enough to get the. I'm at level six. I just wanted to get some like upgrades. Oh, I just got to level ten. Yeah. I think I'm at level ten yeah. now on the on the on the uh, regular yeah. uh, lobby. I've so. mostly just been I've mostly been playing with my friends in anarchy mode, um, which has been a lot of fun, um, and it's it's been nice because so I haven't played competitively in a few years and I'm kind of getting dragged back into it. Don't let anyone know I might be playing competitively again. I don't know. I think but, Twitter um, knows, but like. <laughs> but I but I've been like playing with my competitive friends. I'm like, you know, I'm not as bad as I thought. Like like I was really rusty, but I've been playing over the summer. So I'm like, I'm not as bad as I thought I was. Um maybe I could do this again. But um, but it's been really fun. Uh anarchy mode is interesting because so it's it's the ranked modes, but it's not ranked like it was in Splatoon one and two. Um it's like there's anarchy series. Yeah, there's like anarchy a best open. out of five or something. I, I did like so I did one of those and lost and then just moved yeah, on. Yeah. So anarchy series is where you um gain a lot of points or lose a lot of points, but you have to like kind of like pay into it with your points to be able to play. But it's like you have to win five or lose three and then you're out of the series. Um, but that's like basically like the ranked mode um, of solo where you um, get a lot of points and that's where you rank up. Um, but you can also play Anarchy Open and you can play it with friends, which would be like leaguing in Splatoon 
two, or you can play it solo. Um, and you really only gain or lose like tiny amount of points. Like it's like gain eight or lose four, depending on what your rank is. Um, and whereas like in anarchy series is like gain 200 points or lose a hundred. Um, so it's not as much of a, like, it's not like as much of a risk. And I really like that they added that because I always have said, like, I want to play Sometimes I just want to go and play ranked modes, but I don't want to have to worry about my rank and stress about actually winning and actually oh, caring. Yeah, yeah. I just want to play and I don't like playing turf war. I just want to play the ranked modes. So I'm really glad that they added this um, so that I can just go and I don't have to play with other people. I don't have to find other people to play with. Um, so like I can just go and like if I lose four points, whatever. Um, so that's, that's been really nice. I'm really glad that they added that. Um, it does need some fixing though. It's really great, but if you're playing with other people, um, you can't change your weapons between games, which is really weird. Yeah. I noticed uh, that. That's weird. Like yeah. you have to back out of the lobby. So that means everyone has to back out of the lobby so that you can change your weapons or you can change your gear. Um, and then like also, um, if you're say you're playing with like two other people and then you get a random fourth added in, if you, you, if you, the three of you want to stick together, you have to say like, yes, continue with this team. And the random fourth can also just, yes, I want to continue with this team. And then you're stuck with that random fourth, even if you don't want to be. Mm. <laughs> so like, it's, it's weird. Um, like those things need to be, need to be changed. Um, but other than that, like, it's great. I love it. Um, uh, it's, it's it's interesting, and I do feel like they just tacked the word anarchy onto it to fit with the chaos theme. I'm like, do you know what anarchy is? But but other than that, um, I I do like the I do like that. Yeah, thing. it was kind of weird that they changed it. Yeah. Did, yeah. I mean, did you did you feel like the between the two games that they actually? Because I felt like a, a lot of the reviewers that I that I read like were saying that they added a lot of stuff that people asked for, like within in the ranked mode and like the more casual turf wars. Like, did you feel like it was, that it was like an improvement on the second one? I mean, I feel like you've been more into this one and then the other one then, right? Like recently, obviously been out for a week, whatever. I I definitely do. Um, I mean, I, I know definitely part of it is just riding the high of a new game, but um, I think they, they definitely listen to, um, listen to players because first of all, I know they're the animal crossing dev team. I know the animal crossing dev team pays attention to social media, pays attention to what the YouTubers are saying, what the streamers are saying. Um, and like, so they pay attention and like try to work those things into their games. Uh, so I know like that's, I'm, sure that's what happened with Splatoon um, because a lot of the things that even like competitive players like mentioned a lot have um, have been either taken out or added in or just like tweaked which has been um, good the one thing that they don't listen to us about is servers that is the big elephant in the room that Nintendo refuses to acknowledge is dedicated servers for playing the game. So um, games, like the matches themselves are still peer-to-peer, -peer, which uh, is not good. <laughs> so, um, so that's like, sometimes you can just have laggy matches. 
Um, I played a match earlier today that was, it was hilarious because I killed, I killed someone and then they were still shooting at me for a solid five seconds and then their death marker appeared. Oh, it's like, I, I, I haven't, I haven't seen that yet, but I have seen it where like you, when you're shooting the ink at it, it takes like a few seconds for the ink to actually (laughs) like be on the ground. I've noticed, I've noticed that. And 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 mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people talking about like disconnections, and I did have a lot of disconnections on Thursday mm-hmm. when it came out, mm-hmm. like Thursday night. But it's been pretty good for me. I know you said there yeah. were bugs in Salmon Run, but I actually haven't had any, haven't seen any there, bugs in Salmon Run. I've seen a lot of hilarious videos on Twitter, and then actually just tonight I was playing Salmon Run with some friends, and this happened to me and to someone else in different like we were playing together but in different games um we couldn't pick up eggs like they were just like there were eggs on the ground i posted a video of it um earlier tonight there were eggs on the ground i went past them and realized i didn't pick one up i was like okay weird and so i went swimming back started swimming away still didn't have the egg um and and then like he was like later he was like i i can't pick up this egg and me and another friend go over and we're like, there's no egg on the ground. He's mm. like, but there is. <laughs> it's just like oh, yeah. so weird like, bugs on Save and Run. Mm. Um, I guess I haven't, some... I haven't talked to anybody while I'm playing it. Mm. I've just been playing it by myself. Yeah. But there are some really cool <laughs> new things with Salmon Run. Like you can throw mm. the eggs now, which is really cool. That's good. And if you're mm-hmm. actually playing with a group that's good at it, they actually throw... They're like throw the egg and then you pick it up and you throw it and somebody else picks it up and throws it. Yeah. And when you're on those, it feels really, really good. Yeah. There's one mode that is specifically like that's how it's supposed to work. The one where you go all the way out and get the get the eggs at the end of Yeah, no, I love that one. Mm -hmm. No, Salmon Run's been been great. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, you you can throw the eggs, but also something there was a cool thing I saw. I was watching a YouTube video about it. But when you when you throw an egg, actually there's ink that, that like explodes all around you. So it'll mm-hmm. actually kill people behind you if they're trying to get at you while you're throwing the egg, which that's cool. Oh, but yeah. you also actually need to you need to have a certain amount of ink to throw the egg yeah. as yeah. well. But it's cool. But it, and actually, in in the when you're waiting for the salmon run, in the little test, you can see it there where you can throw the egg and it'll show you where the ink goes to, and it is just like mm-hmm. a little like radius around you and all that. But you know, yeah. I've been you know I I've been loving the shit out of salmon run, and I like that the new salmon run has a lot of the new weapons in there. They change the weapons every three hours. They change the levels, like they change the characters that you fight and all that. Like I said, it's mm-hmm. it's like a mini Monster Hunter. So I was hoping yeah. that maybe John would get into Salmon Run, and then maybe you'd get back to Monster Hunter and fall in love with that, <laughs> yeah, like I, I like I too, did last year. I've been too distracted by the turf war. I'm having fun with the turf war mode, and you know, like turf wars are really it, cool it's a really and... great casual. I mean, it's fun. I, I like turf war as well, mm-hmm. but. But salmon, I like salmon run because you're not fighting against each other. You're fighting together for a better good, and I like that. Maybe that's why I don't like it. Because <laughs> you're not, because you're not competitive. I guess I, I was like, I was like, let's just let's just like fight together. And whenever they revive me, I always like throw them the booyah. I was like, here. And apparently, no, people, honestly, don't, people don't do the booyah bomb anymore, or they don't throw the booyah. Honestly, I don't. I I have talked about this with friends, and it's not that I hate salmon run. I just don't know why I don't like it. Like I just don't like it, and I don't know why because it's it's a great mode, and like a lot of people have a lot of fun with it, and I'm just like I'd rather not play it. 
And I'm playing it now because it's like an easy way to get cash and gear. Yeah, you can get a lot um, of cool shit so, from it. Well, and also yeah. you get a lot of tickets that you can use to buy the yeah. cr- the Krusty Sean stuff to yeah. give you extra experience points and money and all that. Yeah, exactly. But like, that's why I'm playing it. But I'm like, I don't know. Otherwise, I wouldn't play it. I, and I, I don't know why. It's a great mode to anyone yeah. who wants to play it. It's a great mode. I just, I just don't like it. <laughs> I, I, I really I really wanted to love it in Splatoon 2, but mm-hmm. I sucked at it. That was my problem is that I kept dying mm-hmm. constantly. But for some reason, Splatoon 3, I'm actually okay with it. Maybe because I put 100 plus hours into Monster Hunter, and maybe that <laughs> helped me out and I got better at doing stuff like this. But I love it now, but I just couldn't get into it. Mm-hmm. I think it was mostly because I hate I hate the fucking sniper, and I felt like they would always give me the sniper in the last wave when you actually have to be good at the weapon you have. And in this one, like, constantly changes. So I've rarely mm-hmm. seen the sniper. So I'm like, awesome, cool. Um, yeah. But uh, regardless, I think we we need to wrap this up soon because we're, like, almost at three and a half hours. But um, what what does everybody want to say about Splatoon 4 before we go? Or Spl- I'm jumping. <laughs> Can't jumping come soon enough. Two more now. Jumping ahead of things. Uh, we've been waiting seven days. Splatoon. <laughs> uh, uh, tell uh, what is what is it, what is it that everybody wants to say about Splatoon three before we go? I would well, this is bias coming from me, but I would really um, keep an eye out for competitive because a lot of which it's very exciting. A lot of old Splatoon one competitive players who didn't play competitive two are coming back to the game because like that's how fresh it feels to us. Um, a lot of like, but like old top top players are coming back to the game keep an eye on competitive it's going to be a really great time um in like in this game i can already tell like everyone's super hyped for it uh the first land tournaments the first splatoon 3 land tournament is coming up next month in detroit at the big house i'm gonna Mm. be there i'm excited hey Um, you know uh, hey john's john is uh john lives by detroit yeah you should go john you should go to that event in Detroit, if okay, he's allowed, and if he, ha- yeah. if he does, he have to be competitive at a certain level, or can no, he just go? I'm, I'm, like you can go as spectator. I'm going as spectator. I'm not officially competing. I'm going to be there. Like I can fill a role if someone, you know, gets COVID and can't go. Mm. <laughs> um, but, oh, yeah. but, um, but I'm just going as a, a spectator to hang out with my friends. So. If, uh, I mean, I like I said, I, I would, uh, if you're ever open, I would love to. Um, to play online with you sometime. I always mm-hmm. feel like I just slow you down because I'm not because I'm not as good at Splatoon. I but but, with... but if, I'm saying, but if you want to like tutor me on it, I'd be into it. You know, if you want to str- stream it or whatever, or just oh, like give I'm me, no give me a whatever. Day, you want to feel better about yourself. There you go. <laughs> I'm no good at teaching anyone anything. But... I know that. I, I'm, I'm interested. In the, I'm interested in the pro side. I was hoping. But, um, well, I was hoping that Kevin was going to do a party for it because, uh, you know, that was. The... Wait, actually, actually, Kevin and I are planning something. Um, but right? It's not going to be until it's not going to be until November. Because that, uh, that was the first. 5th. I mean, that was the first time. I mean, the first time you were yeah, ever yeah. on this podcast, like way, way back yeah. when, was from us. November fifth. Mark the date. We don't have it officially announced yet because we're still finalizing things. Oh, okay. November fifth, I, I was... Chicago. Because I yep. saw that. I saw that Kevin was hitting Splatoon three like. Mm-hmm pretty hard and i was about to be like yeah, yo, I, yo. I was like yo kevin mm-hmm. we we gonna do some emporium shit at the end of the month wait no emporium's still around well he's yeah yeah there's like there's yeah. a bunch of them yeah. but well i mm-hmm. mean i know he did a cup the last couple ones i wasn't able to go mm-hmm. to because of work yeah. and all that 
But the first time I ever met you was at was at at the Splatoon two party that was over yeah. there, and the, and yeah. and I met Janet there, and it was a, mm-hmm. met a lot of cool people over there. And I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, we gotta have a Splatoon three party, right? Because Splatoon two party was really dope. So I was, yeah. I need I need to text Kevin about. It. I haven't done it yet, but yeah, we're we're we've been um, communicating and putting something together. Okay, we just, cool. Because um, that was we like were, Squid West and all that time, yeah. right? The, yeah, the we were one. hoping to get it get something happening October, but my schedule is just too packed in October with going to Detroit and everything. So. Uh, so it'll be November. I was but, hoping. Yeah. I was hoping just to do something at the end of September because it just came yeah. out. Like, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll hit. I'll hit him yeah. up and be like, "Dude, let's just do." Because uh, and I'm also, you know, because you know, he used to let me. I haven't been there for a while, but I used to do the soundtrack of those. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of really good songs on Splatoon. Actually, Splatoon has a fucking amazing soundtrack. The Splatoon One music came back. I don't know if you've noticed, like Splatoon One music. Is I didn't back, notice it was from but Splatoon like, One, but I've but been like, like, this shit is banger. Like this, these these like, songs are amazing. Yeah, yeah, not all of it, but quite a few tracks from Splatoon One came back, and they, I think, they're remixes. But okay. it's so great hearing those songs again. I love it. I just so. love the. I mean, because I'm like listening to it, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is like a fucking awesome like punk mm-hmm. song." But it's like, yeah, it has like the fucking squid song. I think I love it. I know what you're talking about, and that's a that's a Splatoon One song. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's been good. Like everything I've heard is like, oh wait, no, this song is really good. Like it's another one I would, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, the soundtracks, you got to go to Japan to buy them. Uh, I imported one for my nephew, uh, who was really Mm -hmm. into Splatoon 1. But it's, yeah, Yeah. the music's always been amazing on these games. So, Mm -hmm. super awesome. Yeah, that's all I got to say. Check out the competitive scene. Even if you don't want to play competitively, it's a fun time to watch the tournaments. So, For sure. Uh, Jeremy and John, what else do you want to say about Splatoon 3? Wait, get on board. You know, if you were waiting... For a little while, like me, for whatever reason, uh, now's the time. Jump on it. It's great. I'll say if you were a fan of two, which is the one that I really like jumped on board for, then you're going to love this one. It, it feels very familiar, like the multiplayer sort of lattice work of it all, especially if you're just <laughs> playing Turf War like I've been playing. But uh, I do really like the single player mode like better than anything I played in the previous version. So. Mm. I've loved the single I player. I highly recommend this game. Yeah. I've, I mean, I put. It's great. It's following my formula for value for a game like mm-hmm. to a T already. Four days, five days. There's so much. I mean, there's a lot. Days, there's a lot yeah. of great things to do, and you haven't even got to the table turf yet, which I think. You'll Let's love. just say I have not played Elden Ring at all That's since great. I wow. Splatoon three. Brought Jeremy back to the Jeremy Switch Jeremy. finally on the Nintendo podcast. <laughs> like, he finally came back and way. talked about in Nintendo things. Way. Yeah. And one more thing, I did want to say is that the presentation all in all is fantastic. It really feels like when you're turning on the game, you are peeking in at this strange little world where octopus people shoot paint at each other and they have the city <laughs> that they live in. Yeah. And there's some kind of you know logic and system to it all. It just feels like a real little place, almost like you know, Oh no, it's a li- it's reminded. an alive world, yeah. It's on the live world, like the, mm-hmm. how you, you turn on the game, and just like in Animal Crossing, how you get the the update from Isabel. First thing you're going to hear is the update from uh, you know the three, oh, which you can but, skip now. But you can, you skip, can now. skip it now. Actually, which everyone's very excited. I, I kind of yeah. love. I kind of love how you can just. 
They call it the podcast version or something. Yeah, yeah. it's like three yeah, years like now. Running scroll. Yeah. Now you're just listening yeah. to it. Screen. Yeah. I love that mm-hmm. though, where they still like... update you, but it's just in the corner. Which yeah, if, so you, don't if you follow the uh, yeah. the lore, they're feeding you through single player mode. You find out like they're like bad people in like the. Or Kelly the, the and Marie were doing a podcast before they like were doing a live show or whatever. Right? Oh yeah. And you can walk around the city. <laughs> If you guys found them, there's like a TV studio where where yeah. they're sitting. Yeah. You can peek in the window and see them recording. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. that's like watching like fucking NBC in Chicago or whatever. You can like show yep. up and wave at them or whatever. Exactly. Like that. In yeah. um in Splatoon one, if you went up to the window where they where Kelly and Marie sat and you zoomed in because you can zoom in when you're in the plaza, if you zoomed in on them, they would eventually like stop their chattering and look at you and wave. Oh, <laughs> that nice. was really funny. I, lo- I love that's it. That's really all the details. Else, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The the city is huge in Splatoon three. Like I got lost in it, um, like the first night, but it's so good. What one thing that I thought, and this is a minor complaint, but you know, I, I love how the, like you can just hit like X and you can just uh you know go to wherever you want to go to. Mm-hmm. But I'm Except but I'm for up, tabletop. Yes, that 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 was the thing. I was I was like, why can't we just go to the table turf thing? Why can't we just warp there? No, we have to go to a sketchy back alley. <laughs> yeah, right. And you have to walk to it and remember where it is. Which, like you were saying, it's so big. And it's like, where the fuck is it? Yeah. Um. And I guess I didn't even mention my middle name, but I've been doing it motion controlled. Finally, I was completely against motion control for so mm-hmm. long, but everybody's like, you got to play motion control. You got to play motion control. So I've been making myself play it and it is actually better and it made me think that it made me think that maybe i should go back and play splatoon 2 the octo expansion Mm. which i couldn't get through and then maybe i'd be able to do better with the motion control but i've forced myself into it because people said that i would perform better online so i made myself love motion control even though i loved it in the wii and then hated it and then now you told me to do motion control because you're the one who told me not to do motion control i was anti-motion control for a long time but i platoon 2 which i only played i was i was embracing it you convinced me embracing it on so i actually have been using motion and it really feels like i've got these insanely like superhuman yeah. reactions that i could not play well yeah some of the single player splatoon, stuff i could not like, do without the motion like splatoon yeah. was made for for motion controls like it was made with motion controls in mind unlike like some other games have retroactively put motion controls in or put them yeah. in as like an afterthought splatoon was made for motion controls so you can play it without motion controls which is great for like people who have accessibility issues or like the motion makes them sick um like um or whatever um any like valid reasons to not play motion but it is made to it is made for motion controls so that's the optimal way to play it if you can um so yeah. Yay, I'm glad to hear that you're playing motion again. It really makes a huge difference. Well, I, I was I was trying to be better. I was trying to be better in the Splatoon world. That's what I was trying to do. I just don't know. Like I like I said, I'm fairly certain I'm at the I'm at least at the towards the very end on the single player mode. And mm-hmm. I couldn't have done it without motion. Like I just oh yeah thought no. of like hit all yeah. these targets racing at you quickly. Like I couldn't do that without the motion. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and you get well. It's all just like up and down. And mm-hmm. actually, I, I I turned up my sensitivity. I've changed my sensitivity to where I like it. It's like optimal. Mm-hmm. I, I put my sensitivity like all the way to the end, pretty much. Like I have it on mm-hmm. high sensitivity, so I can just Mine's like flick it a five, little bit. Five, and, and get people there. think I'm crazy. Mine's <laughs> mid. I'm at four. Between there, I'm at four. Yeah. But no, yeah. but four is perfect. Like it's been perfect yeah. on this. I'm like, yeah, I can get right there. Yeah. I can get right there. Like. Like a lot of people, like a lot of competitive players play at like two or so. And I play at five, five and they're just like, how? And I'm like, I'm an octobrush player. Like I have to live by swinging around really quickly and sure, like yeah. doing like, yeah. like just flapping around. So I'm like five, five is the only way I can play. Um, but then like my friend came to visit and he was playing on my account and uh, Splatoon two, this was before this came out. He was playing on my account and he changed the motion controls down to like two and then I was playing after he left, and I was like, "Why am I playing so badly?" And then I realized, "Oh, right." <laughs> uh, so that this finding the right sensitivity for you also matters. Yeah, mine's like yeah between the, I think I'm at like three something maybe. Mm-hmm. I was trying to I was trying to get to the level that the that Quake was on Switch, like the Quake game. I felt was perfect on aiming for me, like without without the motion control, but like with the analog. It was just like spot mm-hmm. on, and I've just been trying to get to that. But yeah, um, yeah, we need to we need to call it because it's been it's been some time. But yeah, no, uh, yeah, we had a direct. We had Splatoon three. Uh, please, I know, tell... there was like barely anything to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> uh, tell everybody again where they can find you on on the pod in the podcast world, Fuchsia. Um, so I have a podcast all about witchcraft called Celestial Cafe. It's uh, celestialcafe.org. We're on Spotify, Apple Music youtube twitch wherever um and then for me personally you can find me on twitter at lunar libraries um and lunarlibraries.com will get you to all my links i'm all over the internet it's kind of a problem (laughs) i mean aren't we all and if if you want to find uh, if you want to find nintendo main you can google that and you'll find us all over the place as well you can find us at uh twitch.tv slash nintendo main podcast which i've actually been Streaming every Monday night on there. Got back to it. Uh, multiplayer Mondays. I'm sure I'll be playing Splatoon 3 as well next Monday. But you can find us on there. Also, uh, youtube.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. There's some stuff on there. Basically, all of the songs from Animal Crossing are on there. We, mm-hmm. we got some decent views on there from that. And uh, and also all of the TV channels. I put those on there, too. I occasionally get comments from that every once in a while, so that's cool. Um, you can find uh, Jeremy and I at jmax stack and at nintendo underscore domain on the twitter place and uh if you like the sound of our voice and you're still listening to us at like three hours uh go to patreon.com slash nintendo main podcast where you can hear bonus episodes and you can watch videos of us and you can listen to my favorite thing that i make every month which is wart radio patreon edition where i put all the music from every episode of the month together into one wonderful playlist and you can listen to some great video game music. And just remember all the things we talked about on Nintendo Main yep. and all that stuff. It's my favorite to make and my favorite to listen to. So there you go. I listen to it every month. It's a good one. I, I really enjoy it. And I, I think the only podcast that we that I know of that does that. So there you go. So And uh, this, this episode is going to be heavy on Splatoon. So if you like that, listen to it when it posts at the end of this month. But yeah, um, that's been episode 338. We are your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Trey Rakowski. John Litter. And special guest. You sure, Askel. 
And thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next week. See ya! Sorry, I got I got a little I got a little drunk in the recording.